Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Cover Monkeys. My name is Roxy and I am your host. This podcast was born out of my admiration for the working musicians around me and a love for the nuance of live music performance and long form podcasts. I wanted it to be a forum to take inspiration from your local heroes, to create a community in our industry, and to see how working musicians around me have made a living. I also just really wanted three-hour conversations with musicians I really thought were awesome. (laughs) On a selfish note, we talk about business, practice, mental health, being self-employed, and a wine and beer if we want it. So I look forward to you joining me and my guests for a good old chinwag. Hope you enjoy. So on this first episode of Cover Monkeys, we have Lee Bridges, who's a drummer, an agency owner, a motivational speaker, and he's now an author writing a book called Do Shit, Get Shit Done. He's working with a wicked band called Don't Flop. Um, Definitely worth the listen. He talks about a lot of things, gets really vulnerable, which is really awesome, and talks about his interactions with uh, cocaine addiction and a lot of really cool techniques he used to get through it. Um, a lot of stuff he um, went through with regards to, you know, um, struggling with uh, carpal tunnel tendonitis, that kind of vibe, like just strain injuries. And um, yeah, really hope you enjoy this. I had a great time chatting to Lee. Um, so I hope you enjoy. I think there's a really lot of useful stuff in this. I just really wanted her to have an Asian accent. Oh, my God. Sorry, the girl who said recording started. She That, that wasn't Asian at all. It wasn't because I'm used to my Bluetooth headphones. That's like, Is your Bluetooth Asian? Yeah, my Bluetooth Asian. That's <laughs> amazing. Like, so, Bluetooth cancelled. <laughs> and again, please. Like, Bluetooth cancelled. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My keys play has the same thing. So <laughs> it just gives us so much joy. Sorry, hello everybody. So um I've I've got Lee Bridges. Hey, hey, hey. The and, first beer hey, that hey, I've hey, had we have in a long beer. time. Well, true, yeah, true story. Like, true story. Months? Maybe like maybe about two or three days, but first beer in two or three no, days. No, no, no. It's actually been good. I've been gin and slimline tonic is um yeah. Oh, is that what you replaced it That's with? That's what I've replaced it with, yeah. So oh, nine nice. gin and slimline tonics instead of instead of eight and a half Desperados. It's yeah. okay. It's, it's okay. That's, that's acceptable. <laughs> no, I've actually not been drinking at all. So it's what really inspired good. you to get, like, super in shape? Because um, I was really fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's always a good motivator. I got super fat, and I'm, like, 32 now. Right. So I'm old, and I was fat. Whoa. Old and fat. And, um, I know a lot of older people who would, like, kick your ass. Really? Saying that you're old. I'm not old. No, I felt old. Yeah. I felt old in myself. You know, I feel younger yeah. now. Since last week, I feel a lot younger. <laughs> Why did you just hit a certain waypoint and you're like, I'm okay with this? No, I used to be. I used to be super fat when I was a kid. When I was uh, like, I think 14, 13 or 14 years old, my mum was a feeder, right? Like my mum was a super feeder. Right. Like super feeder. She used to give me money to money to go to school to get pack, uh, to to pay for my school dinner. But she also used to make me a packed lunch as well. Right. So, you got so I had like double lunch <laughs> and she cooked me fried breakfast every morning. I was like 20, 20 or 21 stone. I don't know what that is in keys. Oh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to. No, I mean, no, do you use keys where you're from? 
By keys, do you mean kilos? Kilograms. Yeah. <laughs> we we also use the full word because it doesn't actually save you that much time saying keys. Keys. Keys are That's surely shorter thing. than kilogram. Oh, by the way, sorry, I have a new phone that apparently recognizes me by my eyes. So oh, my to... God. Oh, hold on a sec. What are you on? I'm on the Samsung S9 Plus. Max, I went X. Oh, did you? Have you got the XS? No, not XS, just X. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I yeah. just know XS because it sounds cool. In XS. Or just excess. Word association excess. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Sorry, so you were saying. Yeah, I, 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 I was just. You were 21 stone. I was really, really big, and then I lost loads of weight, and then I put loads of weight back on again, um, and then I, I've kind of, yeah, I've been trying really hard recently, like really, really hard. I, I, like, 131 going... three kilograms. What your phone? What? Yeah. Oh, you were holding it like, oh my God. <laughs> like this is, oh my gosh. This is, so 21 stone is 133 kilos. Okay, so that's quite a lot, right? For, for, yeah, for, no, for that's, a 14 year old. That's, that's, wow, bless you. Yeah, 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 for real. Well um, and I didn't even realize, do you know what I mean? It was, was your, like, no offense, but was your mum overweight? Like, no, 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 she was just a feeder. No, I was, I'm an only child. Right. Um, so, so it's that, <laughs> like I think, eat all the yeah, food. just have everything, have everything that you could have, you could have, we could have shared with your non-existent brothers and sisters. Um, and I did, and I ate it all, and it was lush. It was amazing, um, <laughs> but the, but then the, the, then comes like you know um, everything else that comes with that. But either way, I um, yeah, I had a for anyone that doesn't know, I had a, a really bad year last year, um, and and one of the things I was going to bring up today was talking about luck, and I thought for a long time that luck was one of those things that you make for yourself, and I've always been quite a positive person, and I've always thought to myself, right, okay, that I can make my own luck. Um, and actually, I've really changed my mind on that over the last little bit because I think there's two types of luck, and I think there's one one type of luck. Okay. I'm presuming, like, by the way, for those of you who don't know, mm, Lee is writing a book. Uh, I, I, well, ju I just written. waffle. And, no, no, he's writing a book that's coming out next year, so I'm presuming that sounds like something epic that's going to be in there. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I make edits quite a lot, but but yeah, no, I, I, I two just, types of luck. Two types of luck. Yeah, and for a long time, I was genuinely in that sort of like, yeah, man, it's like like you make your own luck. And it's amazing. And if you work really hard, then this happens. But the, the problem with that is that that is absolutely true. But sometimes just shit happens, and th and that's it. Yeah. And I always think it's kind of like I don't know, like like the, the good luck and bad luck. If you if you take out the luck that you make for yourself, I suppose like good luck. You know, like I don't know, finding a fifty pound note on the floor, which is good luck. Right. And you're like, it's just it just happens. And then you could see that same fifty pound. You pick it up, and you're like, oh my god, this is good luck. And then it just says like unlucky dickhead on it, and you're like, oh. And then that's bad luck. And that yeah. sort of stuff just happens, you know? Right. So all of those things that happen, which is, I had a bunch of them last year. Which we and, will get into. Well, you, you probably don't want to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a brutal year, darling. You yeah. probably don't want to. No, I mean, no, I've no. heard bits of it. Sam did say, yeah. <laughs> Sam um, did say when I was telling him I was going to get you on the podcast. And he was like, um, oh, what do you, how do you want to start it? You know, maybe you just want to say, so Lee, had any car accidents lately? Which one? <laughs> My car drove, this was like two weeks ago. Did you see that no. on my Instagram? My car, <laughs> I, 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 I get told off for this quite a lot, but I always leave my car running. So if I go in anywhere, not if I'm going to be in there for a long amount of time, but if I'm going to pop somewhere for a coffee or something like that, just to get takeaway coffee, I'll leave my car running outside. Why? But, but I, I, I don't know. I just always have. I've, it's never been robbed. It's okay. <laughs> but Why? Well, just because it's quicker, and I, I don't know. I just I, I leave the car running. I, it, it, the okay. only time I won't do it is if I'm at a petrol station because I don't think you're meant to fill up while your car's running. 
Oh, I don't even, I have done that. Before. Although it might be, um, have you done that? I, I've done is it. That okay? I didn't die. Well, this but, is it. There's, there's so many things. <laughs> but you're also not meant to take your phone out. I got shouted out when I came to the UK. You're not meant to take your phone out. Mm. out at, and I thought, and someone was really rude to me because it's England. And what did they do say? Wrong. I don't know. They were just bitches. And I was like, oh, screw you. And they were just shouting at me. Like, you can't have your phone out. And I'm just, I was like. No well, one knows it's, what's it's happened. Just, but but I, I watched a Mythbusters. Right, okay. Do you remember I know, those I know that guys? Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said it didn't, nothing happened. I, I, I mean, has, if you actually ever question someone on what happens if you have your phone out at a petrol station, no one has an answer. Well, they say it could potentially explode. Has it ever exploded, though? I don't think so. I remember when, when we were at like, primary school and we had to do this, like, competition where you had to draw like things things that would go wrong around the house <laughs> right a, so it would be like and I, I it is such a british competition is it things that could go wrong around the house yes. and and i drew um and i came third in this competition and i drew um someone putting their hand inside like a like a, a power socket like an outlet right, yeah and getting electrocuted because they had water on their hand it doesn't happen you oh, can really? you can literally put your hand in a bath and then and then put a plug in it's fine it won't yeah so someone's oh. made this up what about a toaster in a bath? I mean... Not when it's plugged in or a hairdryer. What, an unplugged in toaster? I think unplugged in would be fine, yeah. That would be fine. I sort of had Any this. electrical appliance anywhere. It's fine I think that's not the rule. plugged in. It yeah. won't work mm. afterwards. Mm. But yeah, but well, maybe it will. See, that's the well, other thing. Well, just try it? it out, guys. <laughs> do, you, do you have a bath? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a bath and I have a toaster. So, you Microphone, know. bath. Yeah, that's just, a great idea. I mean, yeah, it would work. The, it's one of those where there's a bunch of stuff that people tell you and it's not necessarily true, is it? Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm sure you've been going into this fitness craze. I'm sure you've had a lot of learning lessons of, oh, oh my like, God. oh, that's crap. Like, we were not told this is bullshit. Do you know what? I've like, This is mental. Uh, you're so right on that. You're absolutely right. I All the stuff I was told and I've believed for a long time. I'm, I'm an avid hater of the media, just so you know. Right. Av avid, enough. avid hater of the media. Um, but I, I've been told so many things in my life where I've been and I've actually lived my life by it and I've tried to do the right thing. And then I've been like, hang on a sec, this doesn't actually work. And then I think yeah. back and like, why did I start doing that? And why did that person tell me that? And if you actually think about it and you take that time to be a little bit aware and kind of like, okay, what's actually happened here? Yeah. Most of the time it's that someone told someone something that they heard somewhere that they didn't research or they didn't do any type of, they didn't spend any yeah. time on, they just heard it and that's it. So like, I don't know, for instance, um, at the moment I, I'm, I, I, I was trying to lose weight by eating less food, but that doesn't yeah. actually really matter. It's the kind of food you're eating and how often you're eating and stuff yeah. like that. And I had no idea about nutrition at all, like none, like absolutely yeah. none, you know. And I, th I think a lot. But of even people who do sometimes have none, like doctors. I was speaking to, even Terry Lewis's girlfriend. She's she's you know she's a GP. Oh, for real? And she was like, I didn't yeah. know that. That's cool. And and she's she's lovely. And I, like I was chatting with her once, and she was like, we get no nutrition experience, mm. like no nutrition. And I was kind of like, and that's all of our reference points, yeah, you know. So they have no more information than on that and like even then like some leading nutritionists and then it just it's not updated like oh, i don't know if you went yeah. into intermittent fasting at all no the thing i'm obsessed I've, are you really yeah yeah yeah. because i, I I've tried it. to I, the thing that scares me without going too far down this rabbit hole is um one of them people where i can't 
I don't like the idea of diets because I, I, for me, that's a, I'll, I won't keep it up. It's like kind of like I'll start this and then I'll finish it at some point. And I've, right. for me, it has to be, I totally It has to be a lifestyle change. It has to be a yeah. lifestyle change and it has to be for, for the rest of my life now. Yeah. And for me, if I, I think if I did intermittent fasting or Atkins diet or, or yeah, like ketone right, or keto, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, I think that's great for some people. Absolutely amazing. It wouldn't yeah. work for me. I'm, I'm like an all or nothing kind of thing. Oh, no, 100%. I agree. I'm kind of similar. How have you found that? How is that going for you? Well, intermittent fasting I've done for about three months now. And How long do you fast for? I fast for at least 16 hours daily. Whoa. I screwed it up today, but it's been Whoa. birthday week. No, but that's not, that's not like crazy. No, 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 day. that's not crazy because it includes the night. So it includes sleeping. Okay, so you get your, how many hours sleep do you have a night? So it depends <laughs> if I do it right or not. Um, But yeah, so like... It, Think about it. If you're getting your eight hours or even if not six hours, mm -hmm. you know, that's most of it done. Ideally, and what I struggle with is not eating late at night, which for singers and, and for anyone who has reflux problems, you shouldn't eat. Or smokes weed. Yeah, it's hard oh, to not really? eat at night. Yeah. Ah, right. Yeah. So like we, um, so ideally try to stop eating early. Mm -hmm. So even if you stop eating at like 8 p.m., think about it. It's four hours till 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to get your rest, it's 12 hours. So like at 12 o'clock, you can then eat again. Okay. So it's just, it's not that big, but basically there's a thing like 12 hours, then you deplete your glycogen stores and then you go into a fat burning mode, which is essentially ketosis, which yeah, I'm yeah. sure you've read about. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's just, I feel like even this week, it's been my birthday and I've been eating a lot more crap and carbs and stuff and like, you know, just not being as strict with it. And I, I feel crap. Like I don't so feel you, as it's, good. It's noticeable. Oh, 100%. Absolutely, I did a three-day yeah. fast last week. Whoa. Yeah, As in you, ate, you ate nothing for three days. Yeah, but I did have a shitload of coffee. By the way, so... See, that would make me... I'd go jittery as hell. You do if you're not fat adapted. Right. What's fat adapted? Yeah. That okay. sounds like a really well, cute Pokemon. Well, we're going to this, like, quickly. Fat adapted. <laughs> I, I got fat, fat adapted, yeah. Someone posted a Pokemon on my profile I for my birthday. I love so much. Oh, dude. Can you still, like, recall most of them? I, I've got my, my top three. Bulbasaur. Charizard. Yeah. I, I liked um oh, he's the water one. Um But you can't have bubble salt and Charizard. Yeah, you have can. to choose one of the three. No, 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 you In can... the beginning you only get to choose one. You if think? you had to choose one, which one? In the game. Mm, but between I Bubble Soul, Charizard and uh, Squirtle. Oh I guess oh, that was the third I was trying oh, to think okay. of. But my favourite is Snorlax. Ah, oh, Snorlax is the bomb. Just, I, I feel like I feel like I can relate to that relate massively. Is that yeah. what it is? Just Which is maybe a fourteen-year-old that yeah, you yeah. can relate to. Snorlax. My missus called me a toddler. She started calling me a toddler, and she, she means it. Yeah. Oh, good. She That's keeps love. saying you're like a like a. I did see the video of you running away from a poo. That wasn't it's a dog poo. I did. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not very good with. The problem is, I don't have a very very short story. My a long long time ago, I realized that I can't I can't be sick. I haven't been sick in like. Uh, I, I don't even know. I can't remember. And I was at a party. This is like like when I was like 21 or something. So like you know, like a year ago. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> but I was at a party a long time ago in Leicester with, with one of my best friends, aunts in the world. And um, it was just one of those like classic house parties where like everything was a bit mash up and like it was all cool. Yeah. And uh, and I, you know, when you get quite drunk and you're like, I need to be sick, as in like yeah. I need to be sick. And if yeah. I'm sick, then I that I feel fine and it's going to be good. Yeah. And I I said to my friend, I was like, dude, I can't, I can't be sick. There's just no way this is going to happen. And he was like, no, you need to. Like you'll feel better. And I was like, no, I'm I'm telling you physically, I can't actually be sick. Uh, and he was like, oh, I I know, I've got I've got a remedy for that. It's salt and water. So he got, and I remember this so vividly, he got a, a pint glass and he filled it up halfway with salt 
and the rest of the way with water so it made this like pasty sludgy like you know oh gosh yeah sounds great right and um and and he was like nick it and, and i did the whole lot and i swear to god <laughs> i wasn't sick which was the worst part about it and I, I i remember passing out and i don't think that that was from from being drunk i just i just I had a lot of salt you know yeah that's not and I woke up like a few hours later and weirdly enough I kind of looked like Snorlax yeah I <laughs> do you know what I mean I was like a big pink sweaty mess uh, and I felt sick for days and I couldn't be sick yeah don't drink salt oh no no that well salt. that that's literally it, the, even when they talk about people stuck at sea like don't ever drink sea never water drink because sea it's water, too yeah. salty because you'll be sick and die yeah so um also don't feed your friends salt kids that's who was that friend, friend don't feed your friends salt kids like as in kids that are made of salt <laughs> do you mean <laughs> yeah totally that's it don't don't well no how was I, your birthday my birthday was fab what did you do it was lovely went to seaside quest have you ever been there a seaside quest oh you need to take your kid there that sounds amazing it's like so left west of the pier uh-huh um like if you're looking at the sea so yeah uh-huh. left i don't know so east of east but west, if you're looking at the, yeah, yeah. Just, just to the left. In Brighton. Yeah, on the that one. Front. So yeah, yeah. on the seafront, and if you just go underneath, and then there's a place that has been there for about a year, and it's called Sea Colon slash Side Quest. Sea Colon. So, Sorry. <laughs> you can't see, call your business that. No, 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 because it, it's it's sea, like, so it's like, it's like, like a sea drive. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, not Sea Colon, like sea, like an actual. Yeah, 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 I get you got it slash and then side quest so it's seaside quest seaside but quest. like clever and basically it's like this awesome coffee shop it has loads of like veggie vegan options like cool, cool. jackfruit fries and cool stuff and then like has games everywhere like a wall of board games that's awesome and like all these old school like you know street fighter and like stuff and, oh. and, go. and it's just cool and it's on the seafront which like you know, even Brighton Music Hall isn't like on on the seafront as much. Oh, so this is like right, more. like bang on the. Like yeah, so it's like it's there. Like I don't know, know how I don't know that. But it, no one knows it because they don't advertise because they're like we don't have to. Oh, it's full. that kind of establishment. Well, it's just, I like that. Yeah, I know. It's I like that cool. and hate that at the same time. Yeah, do you I know. know what I mean? It's it's that hipster thing of you like. It's trendy. I don't want to yeah. like this, but I do. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I haven't tried jackfruit yet. Not, I've literally never tried it. I keep meaning to. I only tried it recently. Is it good? And like, yeah, I enjoy it. It's it's okay. nice. It does taste like a. I don't know what nutritionally its values are. So I know nutritionally fruit is like always in suspect. Yeah, I just like yeah veggie. So I like jackfruit would be good, and I keep seeing like jackfruit burgers and stuff. But I just are you veggie? One yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm pescatarian. Yeah, no, I'm the same as well. I'm, no, yeah. I'm I am as well. Mm. It's that's a long conversation. I mean, like. It's quite nice in Brighton because there's always like Brighton's easy for I'm from Essex originally or Essex yeah. Essex Suffolk before like if if my missus is it she'll be like you're from Suffolk I was on the is border. your missus uh, veggie no as she well? uh, yes she is she's complete veggie but I'm pescatarian right so okay. um but yeah in, in when I go back home Suffolk Essex kind of where you just can't get anything there's there's <sighs> nothing you can't if you say that you're vegetarian there's just like oh and you offend people sometimes that's what's really hard. I it's a separate even, conversation. Like, <laughs> no. Are you just calling me out? No, no, no. I'm, I'm veggie. <laughs> right, right. Fair, so, fair, fair. So, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm veggie and try to be vegan as well right, sometimes. Right, 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 right. Well, I'll go through phases. I don't, I, I have oat milk instead of milk most of the time. Uh-huh. But like, 
it, it's it's weird when I went to like my grandparents in Devon who are amazing. They're such great people. But you just feel like you're hurting them when you won't have cake because it's not good for you. And you're like, if I was turning down cocaine, which does just about as much good for you, mm-hmm. you know, if if we were allowed that much bullying that we do with, oh, I'll have a piece of cake. Yeah, well, this is it, isn't it? Yeah, and actually, Anything. I Whack think me. if you if you put as much if you put cake up your nose, there's <laughs> there's there's gonna be problems. There's yeah. gonna be massive amounts of problems. <laughs> but regardless, imagine upside down cake. Oh, what would that even mean? No, this is making me sad. Forcible. I'm sorry. Snorlax. <laughs> Snorlax. Think just of Snorlax. Think Snorlax. Yeah. Whenever it makes you're sad, just okay. think, I like that. Yeah. Think Snorlax. Like... Right. Okay. So I want to get back into you were sorry. talking about the two kinds of luck i was banging on about luck wasn't i yeah so i i think i think there's two kinds of luck now i'm i'm not on that super like you create your own luck it's all yeah yours. because i think i think that there's an element that's really important about being positive and and but i think there's also you have to be i don't think you have to put yourself in a box and i don't think you have to be like i'm this super positive hippie or i'm this 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 is i think you can have both yeah, well, it's funny you mentioned that because I just read uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, how did you find it? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like, it was very – I didn't find any of it revolutionary yeah, to same. me. Yeah, same. Yeah, absolutely same. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like – it was a nice read. It was easy. I was kind of going, oh. And what I what I really liked about it was just more the way he had the language of m- your value metric, your uh-huh. metric for yeah, through which you value Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think especially in relationships, that's where it becomes confusing of like – oh i'm judging myself by your metric and that yeah. doesn't work and it's just different and everyone's different and it's that i think it's that simple right and yeah 100 yeah. percent. and just learning your metric and that, that's what i found interesting but funnily enough what they he talks about in there is like being all that positive like super positive about everything yeah it's not good sometimes things are shit sometimes. oh completely yeah and, and and the thing is like sometimes so like all parking fines like every no, <laughs> I, mate, I collect parking fines do you not you, you don't follow my instagram i get i get like I think the most I ever had. I just did a tiny little burp. I don't know if that picture. Did you hear that? Oh, I didn't. I hear did that, that behind my. Behind you my did arm. very well. You popped it. It like went ooh. Ooh. It wasn't a like. Uh, it was like a ooh. Ooh. I um. It wasn't bit. French. <laughs> Where did that? Ooh. Ooh. It wasn't one of those. Um. I want no, to. I, I, I want parking tickets. Absolutely. I, really, I need I need to follow your Instagram. I think I only No, you don't. All you'll see is parking tickets. You'll see me collecting parking tickets, and that's it. I've I've been pretty good the last few months. You watched Joe Lysett? There was a time. No. You haven't seen Joe no, Lysis? No, I haven't. No, no, okay, no. that's if if you're listening, do yourself a favor and you haven't seen it. Joe Lysis and parking fines because he basically contests them and it's amazingly funny. Oh, amazing! I won't ruin I it for you, out. but yeah, I will. Yeah, I will send absolutely. it to you because it's really funny. Cool. Um, right, because it's it's sticking it to the man of parking fines. Yeah, no, I'm terrible. I, there's a there's a part of me that it's like Pokemon. I'm like I need to. Yeah, I just need to get gotta catch them all. But, but they're all the same unless you go to. Like for instance, there was one day when I had I had one in Brighton, one in Guildford, and one in Kent. Oh my god! No, no, it's great because they're all slightly different. They look slightly different. Oh, exciting! Do you know what I mean? In yeah. a different package, uh, uh, they're sealed differently. Oh, nice! Some of yeah. them are like flip over. Some of them are kind of like you have to break it away. It's oh, like, exciting! Like, oh, oh god, yeah, yeah. Yeah, god, it's like um, gift luck. Cards. That's what I was trying to talk about, wasn't it? Yeah. Luck. Yeah. So I think that sometimes, so the year I had was it was pretty pretty brutal, and I've always been super positive as a person I've always tried to look on the right side and I've always thought to myself like okay right this is the the things I can be in control of I can be in control of and everything else I can't so to put a point on it I suppose that this whole thing with luck is that yes you can make your own luck and I genuinely believe this and I think that but I don't think that's 100% of your life and I think that some of your life shit just happens 
and within like six months like and I mean weirdly enough at the time it was the worst six months I've ever had and uh, now it was the best six months I've ever had you know so that weird sort of juxtaposition yeah it kind of like, forces you to do some stuff mm, that yeah absolutely and I, so do you want to go through what it was well I, I can do it very quickly if you, you can want. do it slowly or quickly however you want. I would, well I, I mean so within yeah within about six months uh, I lost my job, which I which I'd been doing for about seven years. So obviously, I've been what a professional musician for a while, yeah, um, for a long time. Um, but I was also teaching at a college. Um, who will go unnameless? Unnameless is that the opposite? Unnameless, of yeah, that is. I mean, that's oh, not what you meant to say. That's not what I meant to say. I was working at Northbrook, and. Uh, <laughs> So and they then, are. No, it is what you meant to say. They no, are now nameless. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Like I, I'm not about lying at either. So it's, it's it's all about being real. Yeah. And I was. It's an exceptional college as far as the people that work there, uh, my peers, all of the staff there are absolutely amazing, and they yeah. bend over backwards. And then there's upper management, um, which is I kind think of that's the same. Always the case. Yeah, it's always the case. It's the same with the NHS. And for mm. me, and there's definitely. Um, different ways that people would look at this but for me things that are really really important like really important mm-hmm. education and health like you know yeah. it's it, I can't you know I think if, if anyone needs money give it to education give it to the health service like yeah uh, but make it work you know um and I really have a problem with with people being quite up high having no idea what's going on down below um but being able to kind of change that so without getting too ornery about it I um I'd been there for like six or seven years uh, I work I one thing that I do do uh, that I will give myself props for uh, there's a lot of things I do terribly yeah. one thing I do very well is I work really really hard and I really care about what I do um I I never I never missed a day and not only that but I, I bent over backwards if, if you talk to anyone that yeah. knows me really really well um, I took my work home with me every single day. Um, I would work around the clock to try and give the students what what they needed and what they wanted. Um, and it was all free of charge because it was outside of my remit kind of thing. So, I'd, right. I'd, you know, it'd be if I felt that. So you were was, a music teacher then? Yeah, I was I was teaching. I was doing I course led uh, the level three music performance, um, cool. which is basically like so when you when you leave school. So it's kind of like college. Um, yeah. And I taught some of the um, university level students as well. But my 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 uh, title was level three course leader. Okay. Um, and. And basically, we 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 merged with Brighton City College, uh, and then we got upper management, and we got a CEO. Um, and I I'm, I probably can't name names. I don't know where this will go, but yeah. um, it, it, some of this is very current. But basically, I I, I got put forward for Teacher of the Year award, uh, which was huge, and yeah. I was absolutely made up for. And and again, it's one of the only times that I genuinely. I, I got that letter through the post and I was like, do you know what? I, 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 I thank the Lord. I absolutely feel that I deserve this. I, I put my... Like I'm super grateful, but I, I do feel like, yeah, I, do you yeah, know what? I not, like not in a dick way at all. No, I don't um, think that is. I a... think acknowledging that you, you've done something well, you know, when you've worked hard Yeah. and you, you've gone over. And, and I think, absolutely. And I think there'd been a lot of time when I'd felt like, Oh, no one's kind of noticed and not in a, not in a poor me way kind of thing. No, just in but a genuine... it does happen when you're like, I've gone over and above, like, do I need to stop doing this? Completely. Do people like do does do people notice this yeah 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 yeah. it's one of those things like I think we can very easily be like oh I'll pretend that I don't care that's, but the it, one, that's not it? right and you just gotta be real like yeah. you have to be real so I got I got this I got this letter through the post saying um you've been put in for a teacher of the year award which was like throughout it wasn't just the music course it was for all the teachers throughout all of the yeah. Northbrook different um places that they've got the word I'm looking for different buildings across the across the yeah. um countryside and um and then 
at the same time they were having talks in the office about uh and everyone was like shit i think we're losing our jobs and like you know some, someone's losing their work blah 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 and all these hours are being cut and it's government right. cuts and blah 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 and um so i got this thing and i thought do you know what i'm going to be proactive about this and i'm going to go and talk i'm going to go as high up as i can and i'm just going to ask outright how, am i still going to have my job next year because I've, yeah. I've got a kid i've got a 10 year old kid do you know yeah, what i mean no, I, this, is not, this isn't about me anymore and this is actually so much more um I don't, I don't think I've ever, I've never been as selfless as I have over the last couple of years and as twice mm-hmm. as that sounds I absolutely mean it um, no of course it's you know, true like you can see that yeah you can you you it's some you, you know when something's just that important and you will do anything to sort it out so um so yeah so I, I had this and I was like right I'm gonna go and everyone's talking about losing their jobs I've just been offered this or not offered but I've just been put in for for this award uh, which I was really humbled and really happy about. And um, so I went straight to the CEO um, and it took me about, I don't even know, three or four weeks to get a meeting with him mm-hmm. uh, b- between his, uh, he had two different pe- personal assistants. So like one of them would bounce me to the other one. Do you know what I mean? Bear in mind government cuts. So I, I don't yeah, know of course. So, so yeah, so let's pay for two personal assistants. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. One, one for Sundays, around. one for the rest of the week. Um, and I went to meet him and had a chat with him and, and he's basically said yeah no no one's losing their jobs dude everything's cool don't worry about it like we're all good like everyone's happy blah 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 the, the clincher was the day after so I got, I got this letter in the post uh, about the teaching award the next day I met up with him to talk to him about this and he told me everything was cool and I walked out of that meeting being like oh maybe everything is all right maybe mm. you know maybe this is sound and then the day after that I got a letter through the post saying Mr Bridges thank you so much for your service uh we won't be requiring you anymore and this was I, I know after uh, you've got after you've had reassurance <laughs> and you've just got yeah Man. so this this was probably the least worst of all the things that happened that year but yeah. I um but that happened and then and this was at the end of the of the, of the semester before summer so the idea is that you do the whole of summer and you you work out all of your syllabus and you, you rewrite the course and you right. make sure that you're basically ahead of ahead of time and so that right. you're ready for when September comes and the new students come in that you're 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 on top of stuff and everything's yeah. in its right place. And this happened just before the summer holidays. So I basically I they they got really pissed off when I when I when I say that I got fired. I got fired. Like but they that is, told me they you didn't got fired. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, that happened. If you've been working there for seven years. Mm-hmm especially like that's I got fired it's a crazy right like I got laid off crazy. what do you yeah. want do you want a language that makes yeah. you feel better about yourself that, that was exactly you've it. got and to accept it, yeah. that that's part of your job mm. like so um, I won't tell the other stories as long as this one but but yeah so I so that happened and then I spent the whole of the summer holidays um trying to find a new job basically to, to mitigate what I was doing with my music career and everything like that mm. um and and all the other things that are sort of like because you know how it is as a musician sometimes if, if it's stuff that's not paid work it's normally the stuff that makes you the most happy but it's not the stuff that pays so you still have to mitigate it somehow we'll we'll get back you know onto I mean? that we'll, yeah. we'll get back onto that i'm interested to discuss that so so with all of that in mind i <laughs> yeah so i got through the whole summer trying to find another job and freaking out and you know how it is it's like you know especially with the kid as well it's like well wait. I'm about to say I'm, I'm saying I could say yes but I don't because <laughs> I don't have a dependent so. yeah and I mean and and the other point to make is that that my partner and and and, and Cal moved down from Norfolk like to come down here so there was that oh, extra nice. pressure of like right okay I need to I need to make this work for them as well and this is a massive yeah move and they've them, had you know. a big move absolutely like, yeah, I think yeah. it was similar with me and Sam you know me moving yeah, to South yeah, Africa yeah. there's extra pressure on him mm. because I'm having to make these other adjustments which is crazy right and it and it takes so much um 
forethought and actual like energy to to go through these things so and you probably took on like probably took on all the responsibility oh, dude, didn't need to yeah, over yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. like what you probably didn't need to i'm sure you know uh, your missus was probably like you can't make me oh she was cool like, yeah she, like she, she was, was totally like cool you don't have back. to do everything yeah. Like, yeah, she absolutely but you're probably that. that kind of carer who's like i must make everything perfect and yeah. she's like i got some of this don't yeah. worry yeah completely <laughs> like, and it was that kind of push and pull yeah. and so i spent the whole of the the whole of the summer holidays trying to sort something out trying to get a new job um i went to loads of different interviews um loads of different things trying to get a similar kind of position yeah. um and uh and yeah and and i got the, it got to the start of september and i got the phone call back from the same college i was working at going dude uh you need to come back like everything's screwed like blah 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 now i'm not for one minute saying that it was screwed because i wasn't there i'm saying it was screwed in general yeah. and yeah, it was just one of them so i ended up i, I kind of didn't really have too much option i went back so out of all the things that happened that year that was probably the least worst uh, i got sued for something i didn't do um the true story it cost oh, me it cost me a few that? grand you you told me vaguely oh, it brutal, about dude. like it was so brutal um i basically i uh, yeah i used to run a function band um yeah. classic like self self trying to make your music career go kind of thing of course let's play weddings and um and well, that's what I do. So no, no, no. So, oh, yeah. it's def definitely no judgment. No, no, no. It's it's one of those. It's just that it's that kind of avenue. You go down, yeah. you teach a little bit, you you do your functions a little bit, right. uh, and you try and make it all work so you can do your original stuff and so that you can right. do the stuff that I always think it's one of those. Um, it's really easy to forget why you started playing music or enjoying music, and right. I, it's so um, for a while for me it was quite quite rare to to enjoy music because it was a job and it was work right and was I, that when you were teaching or even doing functions just, just in general like I, I got in that thing I was in a touring band for for years and we went all over the shop and like I, I loved it like as in I loved it um right was this so this, this was an, an old original band, band. From, yeah from when I was like like 21 22 What's so about name? 10 years ago they were called the junk uh it was it's, it's totally not what I play now but God it was, uh, check check the junk out they were <laughs> it was like an eight piece like scarcore band so okay. we played like um really kind of heavy punk and then um bits of like scar and bits of reggae and stuff Amazing. like that we had like a did you, like did you have cool. to did you self fund that like did you oh, God, yeah, put yeah, it, money it, into it, it, it was, or did it kind of fund itself at least a bit yeah so we got to the point where it funded itself but there was eight of us so when you it's when you brought crew along and stuff like that and when we had merch people um uh, anyone else in the bus that wasn't in the band yeah. it was just like you know trying to find it, it, when we used to we used to we stayed in europe quite a lot because we found that europe was a lot easier and actually a lot more fun and a lot more um more people would turn up at the gigs more people would buy your merchandise you know i've I mean? heard that i've heard that people care more in, in kind of europe than in england like, yeah i, I mean I yeah i don't know if it's care more but but england's hard it, it, it's you know if it's one of those where i think if you if you absolutely want to go full force on the music thing you've got london's your only bet in this country um, right, new york is your new york la like you know so, so that's interesting that you think that because like i don't know part of me thinks maybe it's just my worldview i suppose if you're trying to make it past like to super fame and all that but part of me thinks big fish small pond is awesome yeah absolutely like, the but i suppose if you're trying to make original music a full-time career yeah man. Oh, sorry I think... there's a sam i forgot to warn you there's a hey, sam coming so, in. So. i think the only thing with like a big fish small pond is if there's if anything toxic goes in the pond the big fish dies do you know what i mean that's an amazing statement that's amazing <laughs> did that work if there's anything toxic in the pond, 
the big fish does. I did like because sometimes. That's right. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I don't love know. That. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be the big fish sometimes. Hey, what's up, man? Um, Sam. 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 Lovely teaser. Sam. Sam's um, been teaching. He's excited because he's teaching people who care about music. Yeah. Not kids who are like, ah, let's make as much noise as possible. Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's the thing you need. Were you well. teaching young people? Or? I have taught in my time. Um, from I think for there was a there was actually a point where I was teaching a five-year, but the, the youngest I was teaching was five. The youngest I was teaching was five, and the oldest I was teaching was sixty-four, and it was that I had an after. So I had the five five-year-old for half an hour, which felt like six hours, and then I had the um, sixty-four-year-old straight after. Uh, that that was one of the best times of my life. Um, <laughs> it was That's in bizarre. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've taught I've taught in primary schools, secondary schools, upper schools, high school, oh, okay. um, college, university. Um, so yeah. Um, okay. And so, I, I've never not loved teaching. Do you know what I mean? I absolutely love it. I just. There's... I think that's separate from music, though. I think oh, the love for teaching. And I do think, you know, you were kind of saying, oh, I'm, I don't want to say that I'm selfless, but I do think the people who love teaching are innately slightly selfless. Mm -hmm. Like, you do have to put other people first a bit. But so, okay, so let's go back to you saying, so you had the shit year where they college fired you and then oh, right, so, rehired yeah. you. And then you got sued. Yeah, I got sued for, I was running a function band and I used to work for an agency um, who, when they first started, weren't too bad as far as agencies go. Right. Uh, and then it didn't take that long for them to, there, there's not many, I don't even know if there's a four letter word that exists for how evil they were. It, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't. Right. It wasn't that I hated them. It was that they were evil. That they, yeah. they, they were they were bad people. Yeah. Um. They screwed so many of my friends. Um. And people I know and respect and care about. Um. Yeah. I I you. I, I I don't even need to say the name. You you all you'll have to do is talk to a couple of people and say what's the worst music agency in the country. They'll yeah. all say the same thing. Um, um. I know the one, the international one called Starlight, who screwed. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 That, so that's one I know. That's on an international, and he. Scott Sorensen is runs 33 music uh -huh. and so the funny thing is and this is what makes me sad and I, I'm sure you can relate to it being a person who runs an agency now which is very hard I, I it, oh I, yeah yeah it's really really mm -hmm. hard and I like working with um here and now who say musicians to Dubai and stuff mm -hmm. like just the thing is they go through so many extra issues because they're honest Oh, but they try uh, to be honest. I, I mean, like I'm not saying they haven't made screw ups. They have because it's hard. It's a hard industry yeah. because even you make the smallest screw up, but like usually you're responsible if the venue's being a dick, mm -hmm. responsible if the musicians you're being kind a of dick, in the middle of and everything. then you're responsible yeah. if musicians are being dicks to each other or venues. It's just yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's awful. So I don't. But like they, I kind of watch some of the things they go through, and someone like Scott Sorensen who's like literally ran away with millions of people's money. Like like not millions, but you know thousands and thousands of dollars of people's a money. bunch a bunch of green. And now I set yeah, up a yeah. new place, and musicians are so desperate for work, so they'll go for the yeah. guy who's lying and offering some false gold. Oh, I mean, rather than the people who are honest about, look, I know this isn't ideal, but this is kind of what we can manage. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, I I had weirdly enough without naming the agency, um, because I I don't I think it's important in business as well to to. If you can take the higher ground, you should. I think. Um, I think sometimes I think there's sometimes where you should name and shame. 
yes. for the respect of like just so other people yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I think there's sometimes when it's it's gotten too personal or it's not, then sometimes it's just better to just be like, Do you know what? If I, you want to ask me, I will tell you on a personal basis. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to put it in a public. I file. think with this particular agency, uh, anyone that knows me will know exactly who I'm talking about, right. and anyone that doesn't, that's a musician, will either find out themselves, and I really hope that's not the not the way that they have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to dig too deep. And yeah. uh, weirdly enough, I had that this was yesterday or the what were Wednesday today. It was yeah. Monday this week. Uh, I had a call from a client uh, perspective for 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 Beach Music. Um, and she said oh hi i've been given your number from someone else um heard really really good things about you guys um we're looking to book a band blah 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 so i gave her a quote i had a chat with her on the phone blah, blah you know standard and um she she came back and she said oh my god i, I really want to book the band the, the video that you've sent me and like you know and you seem really really helpful and, and everything else she said but i actually i got a quote from this agency that i'm talking about and I've gone back to tell them that I'm just not interested and they've told me that I owe them half the half the deposit for, for the band. Now, two interesting things about this. One is, I mean, that's that's complete bollocks. Oh, you that's can, crap. You, if you, can't, you, know, you can't you can't call someone on a quote. Yeah, she paid them. Um, and she, she, yeah, she she was almost in tears on the phone, and and I was I said to her, I was you know as professionally as I could, I said you didn't need to do that. That's you know that's not. It, they, they've basically said jump you've said how high kind of thing i didn't say that to her you know yeah it's but, kind of um, really hard in that position because you're like mm, you stupid idiot well, but I, also I you poor thing yeah, you, know, you poor thing but it's like why did you it's just so easy to screw people over yeah, it's so sad yeah, yeah. that is so sad yeah and and this we're, we're talking so this, the, the second part to that that is absolutely brutal is that i believe that when you do I, I think that there's certain elements to to a job, whatever the job is, doesn't matter what you're doing, doesn't matter if it's like, it, it doesn't matter what it is, but you need to be personable and you need yeah. to work really hard uh, early is on time, you know, all of those things yeah. that, that, are, that are professional and make you a good person and make you happy and you can, you know, and that that's how, don't get me wrong, even with Beach, like we've, we we make mistakes like anybody else. And we oh try yeah, and me we, too. We I like to quote early is on time. I always love to leave, like my drum is great because he's always, because I'm always to the rest of it, I'm always like, like way too early for people. Yeah, people yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. don't need that much time. I'm just like, I'd rather have that time for things to go oh, wrong. Me too, absolutely. But then again, yeah. I've been to Beach where it's just ended up where I'm late. Which yeah, is, and, I think twice when you've been on. When I've been on the gig, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, it's like, and, and stuff like that, stuff like that's fine because stuff just happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, But there's one, there's not one rule, there's a bunch of rules that I try and live by. Um, And I'll talk about that in a bit. But there's there's one thing that I just don't stand for and I don't like being effed in the A. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I don't think a lot but, of people do. I don't um, well, it's spiritually. You know, spiritually. <laughs> sexually different thing, but spiritually very, very no one likes sexually, it. Yeah. Yeah. But the even worse than that is when someone's being effed in the A, but they don't actually understand that that's what's happening. And what it's really, really yeah. like like does my nut is this agency particularly, um, their agency fee on top of everything is a hundred hundred percent. A hundred percent yeah, dude, a hundred percent. So for instance, if you're the client and uh you book a band from me say on this agency and you book a band from me and i pay all of the musicians and they they pay their musicians low like seriously low so um so yeah you book a band from me i charge you x amount i give the band half of that amount and i keep the other half and when you're talking about i mean that that's one thing if you're buying a snickers do you know what i mean but if you're yeah well, no it's big money 
it's big it's money, big money but it's someone's special it. day and whether it's uh, oh. whether it's corporate or whether it's a wedding or someone's birthday party the fact is it's I, I i got really sick for a long time of um it's a job and it's it shouldn't be uh, something and go oh, okay i haven't made it in the music industry so i'll just pay some dickhead's wedding that's not it's to, it, that's no. not that's not a dickhead that's someone's wedding yeah and that's in fact so the, probably the most important day for them ever yeah the least you can do is turn up on time and the, the other least you can do is not take the piss and charge them loads well, of money it's for difficult. Sake, you know i mean, I mean? Th- there's two different things i think you're talking about there like the, the agency thing is another kettle entirely oh. whether it's wedding or not the fact is is that uh wedding <laughs> sorry sam's just trotting about like trying not to make noise um i need to re so reposition rehustle yourself <laughs> oh dude is there a is there another on the side oh do you want to grab the grab the desperado sorry and can you actually grab the sam and girl for me i don't have to drive i've been being really good as well except this week because it's my birthday week so now I'm just feeling like oh, it's a bit tough. I've still been doing all my exercise though. That's cool. Going, See, yeah, you just going to keep the, on top of it. This is, there's this woman called Bunny. Bunny. Who, who runs the exercise classes. Is that the down same the Bunny Dolphin. that I know? Thank you, dude. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. amazing. Oh, amazing. Oh, he, he undid it as well. Undid, undid. Seven Sam. Thank you. Oh, clearing bottles. Dassent bottle. Dassent bottle. I don't even know what that means. But she's called Bunny and she's just pure muscle and she runs these classes that are like, you know. Oh, damn. I don't know if you know she's Insanity. I do know Insanity. Yeah, yeah. That, so that bad. Whoa. She, she's damn. Hedge. Have you been to Underground before? What's Underground? Oh, my God. Right. So <laughs> about 50% of the women in there are like that. So uh, very, very quickly off topic, I, I was going to Hassock's gym which is is like about basically the same yeah. size as your front room with loads of RAPs, like just everyone right, in there's yeah. old. And then, um, yeah, started working with uh, uh, this personal trainer and he works at Underground. If you get the chance, go to Underground Gym. It's absolutely mental. Underground it's, Gym. It's the best gym I think I've ever been to ever. They have a boxing ring. Oh, awesome. In the gym, yeah, yeah. But every, every, everyone's like super hench. I just like this one because it is a sauna and steam room. Oh, see, I missed that. And you see, I've I been listening that. to Rhonda Patrick and loads uh-huh. of the research about saunas and it's cool. Right, sorry. So we're sorry. back on the topic. That's me. I digress. Agencies. Quite a lot. No, me too. We're creatives. It's part of it. Um, If you need to move stuff, just. It's again, it's just my legs are long. You do have long legs. It's okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so. um. You, we were talking about um, is um, agencies. Mm. Take, well, agencies taking the piss. It's difficult because I understand people get really annoyed when agencies take money. And no, no, I, no, they have to take they, money. And the thing is, the agency has to take money. The mm. fact is, it's a lot of work. It's annoying, but I've never got annoyed by an agent taking money. Only when they're really crap. When they're like making the job more difficult than it needs to. Completely, be. yeah. So, um, and like where you kind of like. And especially when the fee, you know, when you're talking kind of 30 to 50% commission, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, and you're making my life more difficult, like, and it's not. So that's when you kind of start to go, okay. But anything, but like, especially 15 to 20%, like, that's always a reasonable. It's just industry standard. And and more so, the, and I mean, one, one thing I've always got really wound up about is I personally would never accept something if I didn't want to do it. And I think that I, I, I hate it when someone... Um, I hate being on gigs with people when they're like, oh man, I can't believe that it's like, I'm playing at this stupid pub and it's like 60 quid. And it's like, why did you say yes? Yeah, just just say no 100%. and then stop bitching. Do you know what I mean? I agree with you. Like, and this is, 
again, I appreciate people like kind of complaining about the industry and like mm -hmm. I get that sometimes it needs to happen. And, you know, there was one post which I engaged with the other day, which was like, what do you think about uh, pubs not offering bands free drinks or whatever? And I was like, I get a bit arsy if they make me pay for a coffee. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's a bit dick. But soft like, drinks free. Soft drinks free, yeah. I think is standard. But like, regardless, anyway, those kind of details I get why people argue over. But like, again, you're exactly it. If you took the gig for that money, don't complain about the money. Yeah, just do, do the best job that you can and then enjoy your life. And like, do you know what just I mean? Just accept it, like, but don't yeah, accept yeah. it. If you don't like the money they're offering, yeah, yeah. don't do it. And and like you say, there's an, there's an absolute difference between I don't like I don't like being screwed. Like it's one of the unless I choose to, I don't like being screwed. If they told and you it was a hundred and then give you seventy, then that, you complain. That's different, yeah. Then then kneecap. But you know, if it's one of those things where it's like, I I think that it's fair. Um, I think that the, the the reason that we, we like with Beach Music apart apart from Brighton Musical, which mm. is it's an entity within itself, and there is nothing we can do about that. But for all of our function gigs, yeah. we pay people. We're like you know right at the top of the amount yeah. that we pay people in in comparison with other agencies that are really good. You know, yeah. um, I would never ever ever dream of paying someone one hundred and forty four pounds to drive two hours away um, yeah I mean sort of stabbing that knife in just a little bit but again there's um, also the element that if you said this is what we can offer this is what they're offering mm -hmm. yeah, as long yeah, as you yeah, give yeah. people the choice like yeah, I just think it's one of those things but if you're I've always thought because like you know I've taken on a lot more gigs where like I'm kind of the one who I invoice and I'm either it's a duo or a trio suddenly it's a four piece and like I say, kind du of, say duo again duo I like that duo how are you meant to say duo? No, no, you're not meant to do this anyway, but duo. Oh, do I like that. Yeah, sorry, go on. Duo. Do you say duo? Unfortunately, I do, but now duo. I'm going to say duo. Okay, so better. Yeah. It's cooler. Um, so, it, but with those, I'm like, occasionally, you know, where I'm driving and I kind of have to go, okay, how much am I charging? Like, how many? So I know what the fee I'm getting. How much am I giving to this person? Because mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go pick them up, go inside to Brighton yeah. and come out or whatever. Yeah. And like, trying to really find i find or oh, i'm singing the whole time and like it's but they're bringing drums but i'm it's a or whatever it is or guitar and then you know and i've really had to think and my biggest thing is like just disconnect yourself from the money because the fact is like yeah you might think you deserve that 20 quid but if you don't feel comfortable standing by it you're going to be defensive and arsy with it so you've yeah, just yeah, got to yeah, make yeah. sure you're comfortable with the money you're kind of establishing i can imagine I couldn't do it. The agency thing, I couldn't do. No, and I mean, I tried it's, for. I, I did it with here enough for a while, and I just, I, I couldn't last with it. It, it just. It's, yeah, it's long. It's really long. It's, and and I mean, just to, I like the, you're exceptional at what you do. And for for anyone that for anyone that hasn't <laughs> seen you perform, uh, you are exceptional. As in, you're you you go above and beyond every single time, and it's very noticeable, and it doesn't go unnoticed. Um, and it's one of those. However. At the same time, you accept the same, you know, I, you, you do that job on a gig, someone else will do this job on a gig. Or do you see what yeah. I mean? Um, there's there's a wicked singer. She's an Italian girl. She's a, she's a good friend of mine, and, and we work together quite a lot, called yeah. Najwa. Uh, check her out. She's really, really cool. Najwa. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she... Gorgeous, gorgeous nappy curls. Like, really, she's, really. Is she, she Moroccan? She's. I, she was Moroccan. Do you know what? She might be, but she's going out with my Italian mate, and she always tells is me. His, she's is Italian. your Italian mate Matteo? Uh, Matteo. Yeah. I nearly is. went to Dubai with him. Okay, so 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 Matteo is a long-term friend of mine. Right. Um, oh, he's lovely. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know she was Moroccan. He always thinks she always says that she's Italian. She maybe she is. Maybe, maybe she is. I thought she was Moroccan. Maybe she's Moralian. Oh, uh, maybe she's. 
I, for some reason, I thought she was Moroccan. But yeah, no, I. She has gorgeous nappy curls, though. Yeah, she, she does. Really, yeah, really I've nice seen. hair, yeah. Um, but she, she's a lovely person. And she's one of the few people that works as hard as you do. The other person that works, uh, the other two people that work as hard as you do uh, as, a, as a singer and as a front person, uh, one of them is Joel Fender. Um, I don't know if you know Joel, but he does all this stuff for years and years. And he used to, he, he got at me when, oh my God, he must have been. He must have been like 20, 21. And we had a gig at the uh, Gherkin in London, like right on the top right, floor, yeah. which sounds really, really amazing. And it was great, but it's right. it so bad. It's like you take an elevator, then you have to walk around the side oh, of the building, no. take another elevator. Yeah, it, it just sucks. Um, but he, yeah, he that was his first gig uh, with the band I was running them. Yeah. And uh, he'd done that thing where the whole band was just watching him the whole time. He put in so much effort and he oh, just cool. sweat just constantly. Yeah. And he was just hitting it. The other one is Yazzy Fierce, who's now, um, she's killing it. She's uh, she's working with Clean Bandit. Um, oh, oh, yeah, she's absolutely killing it. And she, she must be like 26, 27 now. And she used to do like depth, depth function gigs for, yeah. for us a lot. But, you know. You're telling these people because I love watching Frontman. I mean, like, I mean, of course, Sammy Sarfast oh, is okay, a really yes. good example. There you like, go. Yeah, yeah. Just, endlessly talented and ridiculous we're just on just fire always, that's the thing shows yeah yeah always and that's the thing isn't cares. it and sammy's one of those as well um but what i quite liked about working with you sorry to interrupt is no, like no worries at all. you you lead from the back thank like, you very much I, I really enjoy watching that in the drum because of course like musicality like there's a lot of music talent about and of course you're a bloody fierce drummer like cool oh, no one's going to dispute yeah no one's going to dispute that like harry um you worked with harry johns yeah, of course. Oh, Harry's like the nicest man in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he works at Soundline. He's always like right. Yeah, I've got so much time for him. Yeah, yeah so much. He's one of. He lives near here, right? He does. He does. We have two. Because we keep we keep saying that we need to go for drinks, but he's like somewhere around here, and I'm yeah, somewhere there. But it's not as close as you think. But it is close. It's 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 a stupid thing. Even with London in here, London's oh, even, not that far. No, it's it's not. But it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Where did you? What were you doing in London? So I, well, this is actually this is this is huge. Like this is really cool. So I'm working with uh, Don't Flop, um, who I don't know if you know. I just looked at because you sent me the link and I was like looking at it and I don't know what it's about. So, so Don't Don't Flop is a, I, I've been a long term fan. I, I like I, un, undeniably um, long term fan. And they're basically I think I think they're the third the third or the second biggest rap battle league in the world. Right. So I um and I probably this is but one of the main points that I'd I'd want to make by uh by chatting shit with you for for a while is yeah. that I the one thing I've learned over the last little bit to finish off that conversation slightly earlier yeah uh, yeah lost my job got sued broke my foot was in a wheelchair for a few months oh um, I didn't even know the wheelchair uh, stuff yeah got got arrested on New Year's Eve for I knew about that one yeah. I know that story. which I That's definitely didn't do anything heartbreaking yeah, because yeah, yeah. you were not drunk you were not no anything. no it was horrible and it was it was really horrible and the worst part about that because it was New Year's loads of my friends that were on the gig it was at Cassas actually loads of my friends that were on the gig were like dude it's New Year's like finally your bad luck's finished and I was like yeah man awesome and then I drove out and then I got put in a cell for like you know 12 hours while Hannah was away and they took my phone and like yeah so so I was meant to be picking so Hannah up she was freaking out blah blah blah. and you so, can't do anything about it like even no, afterwards you can't get any recommend no, no. like it's just so stupid when the system's fucked up and you like are helpless what's even it. worse is I, I, you I, can't go against the government so the, the weird part about this was the the last thing which was the one that got me and it's actually um as soppy as it sounds it's, it's hard for me to talk about welling up but yeah. um I, 
I was picking up from his real dad's, um, yeah. which the weekend, and they live up in Norfolk, which is about three, three and a half hours from here. Does, does he spend a week with his dad? No, he spends, he does every other weekend. Uh, his dad's a dick. Um, like, he's not evil, he's just, he's, he's an absolute, he's an yeah, he cheated on, he cheated throughout her pregnancy, and oh, she got God. rid of him, but oh. then, but then he's had a couple of other kids and he's cheating on their uh, cheating on his now missus with yeah it, it's just it's, can't even uh, comprehend stuff he's yeah. not evil, uh, not evil but just, in that sense but he's but he shouldn't have had a kid yeah and it's not fair for for the for Cal. so you have to drive three hours every other weekend yeah so well, I, no I actually the, the funny thing about this is I don't have to do that they went to mediation and and he got to because of how bad he's been in the past and stuff like that he got told that he had to do everything and the reason I've decided to do it is because I think it's important because I love Callum to bits and he's now my stepson uh and I I want it to be that when he gets old and it fucking sucks dude like like days when everyone else is going out for a roast or everyone's like chilling or whatever doing something sat in the car I mean and I go to pick him up. But the reason I do it is because I think it's important for him. And I want, you know, when he gets to, whether he's like 18, 19, 20, whatever, time that he turns around and goes, oh, dude, I get, I get that. That must have sucked for you. I really appreciate yeah. it. Because I, I want him to know how much I care about him. Yeah. That's really valuable to be able to say, look, I don't like this guy, but he's your dad. And I oh, God. And, and yeah, and we're, we're so sweet yeah. that, you know, whenever he's going back to his dad's, we're always, you know, we never speak a bad word about him. You know, it's, it's important. I think that's like, really healthy yeah. as well. Like, yeah. that you don't, because that, that must be a very hard, like, thing to navigate as a mother and as a stepdad. Like, yeah, it's sure weird. It's, 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 it's not what I expected. And I was always yeah. that guy that was never going to have, never going to have, definitely not, definitely not be married. But the point yeah. I was making was, um the, the the hardest part about that whole six month period uh, which was re- you know really really hard was i was was coming home it's early december um we were coming back from norfolk um and i just picked him up and we were about half an hour away from where his dad lives which is yeah. still like another three hours from from down there yeah and uh, i was driving home and a uh, and a guy pulled out in front of us we were doing about 60 miles an hour drunk driver pulled out in front of us um and i mean it's gen- genuinely as in like you know so it's hard to talk about in that sense but it's but it's real yeah. but i i thought he was dead i i i'm surprised that i kind of like came around and was like right okay i oh fuck i'm not dead so oh shit do you know what i mean got out the car yeah. and opened the back and like you know all the windows were smashed all the airbags had gone off like you know and i was like and i picked it picked him up oh picked <laughs> i did something it got it got emotional oh it got takes some most um i'm up and 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 moved him to there was another car around um and i mean it, and it was just one of those and that, the, the best way i could put it or the worst way i could put it is i just thought i thought he was dead and i thought and, and, and it was um it was something i haven't dealt with before and was if, it just you and callum in the just car? me and callum in the car unfortunately um he was play, he, he, like because it's such a long journey he, he has to earn his screen time he's a good kid yeah. he's like a very good kid and uh, and his mum I've got so much so much respect for her for, for how she's yeah. brought him up on her own and um, he's very well behaved he's he's only 10 but if you're like oh, how are you doing mate he'll be like yeah I'm really good thanks how are you like he's oh, you know he's, he's a yeah. sweet kid uh, he very much cares like we'll finish our dinner that like, true story this, yeah. it, we'll finish our dinner and he'll come and he'll go out and you'll be like what are you doing you're meant to be playing Fortnite. what, are you, what yeah, the hell exactly. are you doing and um Look at you. yeah oh, grab up yeah stop yeah. being a teenager um <laughs> but but yeah so 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 all of that happened and 
and it it did something and it, and if i'm being really honest like really really super honest it was the first time ever where i wasn't being selfish and it wasn't about me and it's like because i i genuinely believe this you know that expression when people say like the world doesn't revolve around you i think it fucking does i think it absolutely revolves well, your around own you world does. Yeah. yeah i think that but but i think that the quicker that you can make your world amazing and full of purpose and, and awesome, the the better. I think as soon as soon as you take your power away and you're like, uh, well, you know, the world doesn't revolve around me and it's like about this, this and this. I think it should revolve around your world should absolutely revolve around you, but you should make your world awesome and you should be doing the right thing and it should be ethical and it should be I, good. I, you know? Yeah, I kind of believe it. It's it, I suppose it's semantics there, but like I do believe that if you make sure you are settled in yourself, if you're constantly going after everyone else and you're not okay in yourself, you're not actually doing good things. No, no, no. You're not going to be able to because no. you're depressed. And it's exhausting, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like look after yourself first and you'll be able to be that kind of person mm. for the other people in your life. Mm. Um, yeah. And you need to be strong and you need to, you know, anxiety needs to be at a, at a minimum. Um I'm sure you the know, health and diet stuff has helped you with that. That's helped no end. That was definitely a byproduct. Uh, byproduct. Blah, 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 blah. That was I, definitely I a, that was definitely a byproduct. Yes. Um, but yes, it's helped no end. It's uh, for for anyone. This I know this sounds soppy as hell. For anyone that doesn't keep fit or stay on top of their nutrition, uh, one of the one of the worst things I've ever done is not realize how important that is. Oh, um, dude. Old, old old chubby me or or super fat me. I would have laughed at that sentiment, but it's so true. Oh, even for me, it's like so there's true. so much, and that's well, you're why super I... healthy, right? Like you're like double healthy. I, I, maybe that was you smirk to do that. You're double no, healthy. No, no, no. You're still I, smirking. Says she on the fucking liter of. You're allowed one. Samaga. You're allowed one every now this and again. This is two. Rock the forty ounce. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what... you're allowed two every now and again. You have this. It is birthday week. I do have for anyone who cares but you can't even see that it just looks like a glowing orb of awesome yeah i have a tiger mouse tiger mouse because i spend money on shit because <laughs> <laughs> I, I get drunk because <laughs> i don't play i don't spread, that's not even hot that's called amazon prime that's what it's called all I my mouse is tiger prime. mouse <laughs> i like tiger mouse imagine mouse tiger mouse tiger that's even very better. different thing you can't yeah, put a wire you can't, connect, put a you can't connect on a, a mouse tiger. tiger. You can't That's co- your next rap. Yeah, that don't. I'm very don't. sad that I don't get a rap about not cussing. So wait, so you okay? You're doing this. I know. It's so convoluted talking to me, isn't it's it? It's terrible. Fine. No, we're. I'm the same. You vibing? It's it's good. Having a vibe. Having a vibe. Having a vibe. Um, yes. I'm doing Don't Flop, which is really, really cool. Okay, Don't Flop, which is rap battles. It, right, it's rap battles. They've, they've been around, it's their 10th, 10th anniversary this year. Um, honestly, if you if you, if you you have... Uh, I think I'm in the country at that stage. I'm in, in the I'll country for a limited time because I go to We're doing Brighton, we're doing London. I checked um, the Brighton one, which is 16th ones. of November. 19th of October. Killing what? it, bro. I'm doing really well. Yeah. No, I looked online. It was... 19th of October and then London's 20th of October. Um, oh, but it's uh, it, it's w- one of my favourite go-tos for 20-minute long videos of just either really, really impressive, like, you know, off-the-top rap um, freestyle, right up to super uh, written, you know. I was looking at the level, and the level is not the Brighton level. There she is. That's my issue, because yeah, I was yeah. like, hey. 
miss you. Miss you. Ah, damn it, I'm not in the country. Okay, well, if you well, are cool. in the country, there, there, there's, go. There's so, there's so much stuff on YouTube. They've, they've been around a long time. And um, and off the back of all this horrible stuff happening yeah. and, and, and the, you know, nearly dying a couple of times, I crashed my car a lot, you, you know this. Um, and right. Oh, dude, I crashed my car, but I don't crash into people. Touch wood, weird. Fuck is wood. Um, I haven't crashed into people in a while. Um, except crashed into people before. I've never done no, that. No, no, no. Like I mean, into another car. Like I just reversed my car into things. Did you see the video but, I put up the other day? No. Right. So this, this. So I've nearly. Hold done... on. I need to wee. I need you to somehow. I talk need to about wee something. as well. Do you? Okay. I'm gonna wee first. I'm no, no, no. Go. What, what do I do? And then you can talk about something exciting. Do I talk on my own? You, you can talk and you talk to yourself. Okay. I might try and um. Okay. Well, this feels entirely weird because um, I've been left on my own. I could turn this into something horrible, right? Um. So I've just been sent. A... <laughs> no, that's terrible. Sorry, I just got sent a terrible joke. Um. Yes, come come to the don't flop shows. We're doing nineteenth. 19th of, I'm rearranging 19th of October is Brighton 20th of October is London uh the following weekend we've got Bristol and then Reading uh, we've got a bunch of stuff lined up for next year it's gonna be sick um yeah th this feels weird talking on my own um I can talk to that microphone over there sure I could yeah 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 you get what I'm talking about um that was a quick wee that was that was a really quick way. I'm efficient. It's hard to talk on your own. What are you struggling? Well, no, no, I well, I mean, clearly, sure. I did talk. Good. I was talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I Am I allowed yeah. to wee? You're allowed to go wee now. I'm gonna wee really. As, I'm not gonna wee as quickly as you, but I'm gonna. Well, wee it's because I'm used to girls' bathrooms. Girls. And they always oh, have, girls' no, bathrooms. Girls, girls, girls. girls. No, because they always have long queues, so I always feel bad because. Yeah, you guys do have that. Like all the time. Do you use in the call? Okay, I'm putting in my headphones, so I can't hear you. <laughs> Cues and gold bombs are the bane of my existence. They are everywhere. Though if we're talking functions, winning bathrooms are exciting because apparently boys don't get all that exciting stuff. We get like hairpins in those luxury bathrooms. Gigs. We get like hairpins in them. We get like deodorant and stuff like that. So I need to try check that this stuff is working, that this is actually live and recording. I think it's working. I hope it's working. Right, yeah. So we need to make sure Lee talks about his book and Lee talks about beach music because if any of you singers are out there or musicians who want to get involved in beach music, Lee is one of the guys you might be dealing with. He runs that um, on Bright Musical. That's where a lot of stuff is done. I'm gonna grab my beer. Yeah. So um hopefully this will be good. By the way, I just so you know, um I started this podcast because I wanted to kind of have a vibe for kind of local musicians and people who did stuff um, you know, in and around Brighton and also just like who've been working musicians. So when I go home next week, I will be interviewing um, my dad and some of the people he works with back home because he's been making a living out of music for 40 plus years your dad kills it oh yeah you, i you, saw a video did you see it i saw a video <laughs> thank you guys so much for letting him do it no not at all no it, absolutely well nick he was it. he was on fire <laughs> he also plays a lot of notes <laughs> but yeah so but I. I mean have you have you met any of us yeah. like... 
Well, I don't this know. This is jazz, baby. Did, did you did you <laughs> see my song? My birthday. I did. Song, yeah. Captain Wrong. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so stupid. No, it's cool. It's retarded, but I. Yeah, but that's okay. I I relate. Yeah, we all relate to that. I massively relate. Right. Okay. So sorry. We're gonna go. I would like to at some point as well discuss your practice stuff routine and yeah, stuff no worries. And things like that. But yeah, of course. I want to uh, get through. Um. So you had a really shit year with all of that kind of crap. Oh god, yeah. Um. And then you had it was ended punctuated by the whole car accident yeah 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 yeah. is immensely emotional yeah it was it was um i've for everyone that knows me i've always worn my heart on my sleeve Uh, i'm very open with what i talk about and and i try not to um try not to sort of i suppose lie to myself if do you know what i mean it's been been a long a long process Uh, it's been a massively long process but um and obviously i'd uh had that massive battle with cocaine as well which was was you know a that separate I didn't issue know about. yeah that? that that was um that was something that a lot of people probably don't know about because uh, i hit it really really well okay I, as, I hit... as with addictions one tends to do yeah i can i can probably do this in a couple of sentences um uh, i absolutely hate the drug uh, i think i actually think it's the devil um never wanted to do it was really really late to try it kind of thing right. and uh by late what age oh, oh late like 26 27 you know okay, as, as so, far as yeah, like where you know, i'm at yeah 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 so that's um, interesting. just rub that in that you're a few years younger i appreciate that oh uh, yeah no of course just <laughs> digging the thing digging. i thought you were fist bumping i wasn't me. i was you're i was just, just digging fine, just fist bump. okay I'm having that now um but yeah no I, it's all excuses because I, I i don't really believe that excuses are that helpful anyway but it's all excuses no but, but the reason why i bring up the age thing is because it's mm. interesting to know that you know someone can fall down that rabbit hole so late because i was oh I, I can tell you this i i went from not being anywhere near the rabbit hole to being so far down the rabbit hole um within you know that like so right. quick um i had a couple of couple of things happen um that I didn't deal with very well um and you know things I think certain things where if you lose someone close to you it can do something um and the the funny thing has always been with me is I've always been so positive and happy and like and you you know what I'm talking about if you speak to you know all of my friends will always be like yeah he's always the like buzzy one and stuff and to be fair it's it's not bollocks it's it's genuine like I'm being absolutely genuine um but there there's still that part of me that's uh that where certain things will take its toll and well, I, struggle, I find you know? that those happy people and and like sam's quite similar sam's generally quite a bubbly person as well and like you know me as well i think just sometimes the river runs a bit deeper sometimes oh god yeah of course because you not that it's not genuine but you do I, I don't know i feel like sometimes you max out in social circumstances even i'm, though I'm certain... really empathetic um yeah as in i care so much more i don't even mean to and i don't actually think it's the right thing to do but uh you care so much more than you should yeah yeah i care so much more about other people than i should possibly or definitely more than i care about myself or or have done this is this is sort of old me kind of thing but um but yeah, I, I can definitely sum that up really quickly. Is I, I disagree with it. I hate the trade. I, I hate what it does to people. Right. I don't agree with it at all. And it went from zero to a hundred very, very quick. Right. Uh, I was the classic, like you know, when they when they play the uh, the the don't do drugs video in school. Oh yeah. Like reefer madness, and you're like, <laughs> this is complete bullshit. And it always is. But yeah. there's always that one person. Yeah, I, I was that one where yeah, I've, I've I've messed about with things over my time. Yeah. In a, in a very kind of like a very I suppose 
lucky, happy kind of way where. Or just casual where. Yeah, like, just casual. Like, oh, yeah, in, have yeah, a go. In the okay. same way that, like, you know, I, I, I don't go on six week freaking drink benders. Like, you know, I have a couple of beers with someone every now and again, and that's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, if I'm at Boomtown Festival, I might do some mushrooms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's that kind of thing, but it's not a regular thing. And this was the only thing that was ever regular, and I was out of control. I was absolutely out of control. Right. However, no one knew, noticed. Do you know was what I mean? Was this before you met your partner? Uh, initially yeah and then I relapsed again um, fairly recently as in a, a few years ago recent enough for it to okay for you to stop it. however uh, in the same way that I've stopped smoking uh, and stuff like that I stopped uh, smoking how long ago uh, I think that's been about three months now but however I've realized this it actually doesn't matter about the time frame um, I know it, it sounds so soppy and I know a bunch yeah. of people will be like nah bollocks so true um I absolutely know I will never smoke again. I absolutely know I will never touch um, coke again. I there, there's certain things where I'm I'm not certain or sure about it. I just know well, because I know that I was I was lying about it before. You know, it's interesting like that you say that because I like I was listening to a podcast with someone where they were saying, oh, you know, like yeah, I'm on the health train at the moment, but um, you know, I'll probably fall off again because that's always my pattern. Mm-hmm. And like I'm just trying to be honest with it. And Joe Rogan was like, no, just don't say that and that was interesting for me because i, I always like under itself and say all the way back yeah, yeah yeah you yeah. know i'm on a health kick at the moment and the intermittent fasting has been fucking revolutionary for me just hormone wise everything's mm-hmm. stability and and like you know part of me is like oh i could screw it up and like i'm just like no i just i don't want to i'm not going to and i think that's you know some people might say oh that's an unrealistic way to look at it but i think it's a really healthy thing i think yeah i think completely and my funnily enough my drummer he's quit smoking for just over a year now i don't know if you know scott rowe um, i don't know scott Trump, rowe uh yeah i mean you might know him through the bim bim verse or whatever right okay but anyway he um he uh he's quit smoking for over a year now and he says he thinks it comes in threes like at three months you're gonna hit a struggle at nine mm-hmm. months you're gonna hit another little like okay but when you I pass see. each of those it's it, it kind of comes i don't know why he said that but he just thinks it's like that no that's cool and yeah, the, so three I months think... is a really good good like mark though mm. yeah and do you know what it, actually this time it wouldn't have mattered if it was three hours three minutes or three days uh i knew this time because it was done yeah oh i'm done like and it sounds it sounds so lame and I totally get it and to be fair if I was on the other end of this I'd be like fucking dick um but I I absolutely know um and there's 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 bigger things um what was it something specific that caused this one or do you think it was just suddenly a switch that goes off because smoking do you mean yeah oh for smoking I'm I I don't know what it was uh I basically I everything happened after that car crash um and in the same way uh, i've got so many props for so many people uh that are are dear to me uh that have gone through things recently or over the last couple of years um you know people um really serious illnesses um or you know i can bring off a bunch and those i think i think sometimes it's like I, i remember a long time ago my dad got cancer um and he phoned me up and this is true and he said he was he was crying on the phone which is is hard when you hear your dad cry you know because it's like he's a man and he's he's my fucking dad so like do you know what i mean so i was like i I was like what's up mate and he was like honestly you never cry on the phone what's up is fucking hell is is mum all right that that was my first thing my first thing was like is mum okay yeah because he was talking to me so i knew he was okay and I was like, is mum okay? And um, 
you know, uh, no brothers and sisters. So I was like, right, is, is the family okay? Is like, you know, is Nan okay? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, <laughs> and, and I was like, bloody hell, like, come on, you spit it out. Like, what's up? Cause I was, you know, my heart's racing. Like my, my temples are going and I'm like, Jesus, I need to know what's up. And he was like, I've got cancer. And I swear, I swear to God, and this is so harsh because I know how he took it, but I know how I meant it. And I went, that's all right, mate. And the reason I, <laughs> the reason I said it like that is, is, is sheerly because he, um, my dad, who I, I love sincerely, of course, but for years and years and years, we, we had the same couch. We never went on holiday. And if we did, it was like, you know, the, the cheapest of the cheap right. holidays. We had this, this and this. And it was very, very chill. And, um, and, and I, I don't know what it was. I was just trying to be real, real with myself. And when, when, when he dropped that thing, of course, my heart sunk. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, my dad's got cancer. And but like, also you your know, heart had probably previously sunk thinking my mum's dead. Well, yeah, so it's always and on the kind of like, So you, it's, it's that weird thing of expectation versus reality. Yeah. Happiness is expectation is reality minus expectation 100 so yeah, yeah. your your expectations had been my mom's dead so dad having cancer even though it's incredibly shit was still a lot less than that yeah so it's like, fucking alive, fucking so like okay it's like it's great everyone's still alive okay wait okay this is bad yeah yeah completely and um and but 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 the thing for me was I you know my genuine thought pattern because I think this is something that humans do a lot is that we think something and then we forget that everyone the same in in some certain ways mm. and for some reason there's certain things we're embarrassed about and I was looking uh, I don't know if you know Jordan Peterson but I've been yeah, I've yeah. been sessioning Jordan Peterson recently and uh, apart from the fact he felt it, it kind of sounds like he's like um, like gargling mayonnaise <laughs> when he talks I am um, you know he, he, the actual premise of what he's saying is is exceptionally well put and very very articulate mm. and um but he's talking about uh, a bunch of stuff where you know it's kind of like just just being real with people and actually remembering that it doesn't this bar that we set for ourselves um actually which is normally what the media sets for us and then everyone else regurgitates you know um that kind of whose bar is that that's not my bar it's not your bar so why is that bar there why can't why can't i say fucking a mate you got cancer nice one cool now you might buy a new car do you know what i mean because that, that that's what happened so yeah. my dad had never spent a penny on anything uh god, god bless him or allah bless him or you know science bless him whatever it is you believe in but he um he was always there for me when i when i wanted when, when i started to have an interest in drums he um he done the, the most amazing thing ever and he said i tell you what because I was like 14, he was like, I tell you what, um, if you save up half the money, I'll I'll match it and I'll buy you a drum. What I didn't realize until, you know, over the last 10 years is that he had no money. My mum had no money and we, were, we, we weren't poor. We weren't like poverty line poor, but we were close. Yeah. And sometimes it takes that amount of time to realize like, to said, that was huge. What yeah, what your parents were actually doing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah and 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 he done he done that for me and he done a bunch of things and when he when he dropped that bomb and he said like i've, I've got cancer i remember thinking oh, this is awesome he might actually start like living his life and like not being so scared to like no. you know like i said you're always we, excited like like he'll do something for him yeah absolutely so, and it so sounds like your dad was pretty selfless as well yeah i, I mean yeah we're, we're very yeah. different we're very similar okay. at the same time um, yeah. we're equally stubborn i think um tends to be a case with most men yeah well no same thing with mums and daughters across the board i think it's just children and parents yeah i think you might be right i think 
it's one of because you get on with like, your parents really well right oh yeah i love my parents you jam you jam with yeah. it that, that's so cool yeah no I, i'm very so lucky cool. for that it's so special like you know, my, me and my dad, I might me do and my dad sing um, "Fairy Tale New York." Like my sister would ball her eyes out. Oh my god, I would so ball my special. eyes out of that. Yeah. I saw. I, I used to go to the Pogues Christmas show um, that they're doing oh, in Brixton wow. every year, and yeah, just love the Pogues. Is it like I love the Pogues? They're one of the bands I grew up on, and uh, that was cool. What was that? Do we, I don't know. I have no idea what just happened. Oh, it's fine. Okay, that was cool. Geez. But yeah, yeah you get so, you get on with your with your. You yeah, I do. But of course, but but like of course, I have you know I love my mother to pieces, and sometimes you just you become a teenager with him. Yeah, you, completely. You, you become. And sometimes they do with you as well. Oh yeah. Because they no. forget that you're actually over the age of six. Well, it's just yeah. really different. I can't imagine what it must be like. I mean, you must have had a massive dimension shift when you sort of started looking after Callum. Because, like, do you realise things that you've done to your parents or ways that you speak? Or just say, yeah. has it changed your shift in that? Or no, you're still like... I remember, um, and Hannah Hannah reminds me of this quite a lot, I remember never really feeling like... Um, I was definitely... As, as soon as I told my friends that I was, like, of a relationship like that and that there was a kid involved all of my like close friends were like what are you what not what are you doing like it is a bad thing but like what what are you doing <laughs> like as in this is this isn't what you know yeah well I, was, I think people do struggle with it because you're kind mm, of like it's such it is a dimension it's huge yeah, yeah yeah it's huge and and I remember um like I say Hannah brings this up quite a lot but I remember once being around there when when Cal was like six years old which is not long after I first met him and um and I remember her coming into the front room and I, I actually not not that I can't remember the situation happening, but I don't really remember it. Being, it wasn't like, oh, my God, I better do this and I put that there to make this a thing. Yeah. And basically what we'd done, she'd gone. To, she said, look, boys, I'm going to cook you guys dinner. Um, Lee, you hang out with Cal, get to know him a bit better. You yeah. blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. Being, the true story. I don't remember being scared or anxious or nervous. I remember about an hour or two passing really yeah. really quickly and Hannah coming back into the front room and going what what's that and I was like airplane freaking airplane she was like and we'd basically we'd taken all of the like um cushions off the couch like yeah. all of the rugs we'd like made like this airplane like it looked like it didn't look like an yeah. airplane it looked like a bunch of retards had like <laughs> you know had a party in the front room yeah. but but we'd built this thing and and she said to me afterwards and uh, and also her mum did as well her mum phoned me up a few weeks later and she said I've, I've never known the kid to be so happy now if, oh. this is definitely definitely not me this is the fact that he he needed a father figure that right, that's yeah. that's what this was about and anyone could have done that that's, that's definitely not what I'm saying um anyone could have done that but I remember no, I, mean, I mean we won't take that away from you but but you, you, no, can, no, have but, your, but, you can have your humility it's fine we'll accept it bless you I appreciate that <laughs> but, but I genuinely mean it though but I remember her mum saying to me like I can't believe how much effort you're putting in and at the time I was I was finishing especially this this was like high season at the beach so I was doing beach gigs Oh, yeah. finish it doing like Friday Saturday Sunday playing the gigs um finishing at Sunday at five, at five o'clock in the afternoon packing my drums up driving back to to my house uh or to you know where I was staying at the time in Brighton having a quick shower and then driving 300 miles to Norfolk Jesus. doing a couple of nights there and then driving back to like go to college and, and teach at college and stuff like oh. that and I remember her mum saying, I, I, I can't believe how much she's, you know, she's never had anyone put that much effort in. And and at the time I was kind of feeling smug. So I was like, 
not doing anything. I'm enjoying this. I'm this, doing this anything, is cool. Yeah, get in. Do you know what I mean? Like, mum brownie points. Mum brownie yeah. points, yeah. And mum also said the funniest thing I've ever had any any girlfriend's mum ever is um we were out for dinner one time and <laughs> and I uh and my mum phoned up and I was just being a bit of a dick. And I went, Oh Hannah someone for you and Hannah had never talked to my mum and yeah. she picked up the phone and went, Hello and my mum went, Oh my god, you must be Hannah, blah 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 and it, she was really awkward about it. So she'd done the same thing to me a, a, a week later or so and we were out for dinner. And she said, um, and her mum phoned up and she went, and she just looked at me and she went, you need to take the phone because I did it for you. And I put the phone to my ear and I was very well aware I was talking to, to her mum. And yeah. I said, um, <laughs> said, uh, I said, oh, it's lovely to meet you. How are you doing? Yes. Um, and she went, so you're the guy that's fucking my daughter then. Oh, no shit. <laughs> no shit. No, no, no shit. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. okay, that's how this relationship is going to be. That's how it's Hi, gonna right, yeah. okay. Yeah cousins okay so that's a start <laughs> yeah I, I don't know I, they, they have a very um they talk about stuff we were walking yeah. Callum had a sports day oh, this is fucking awkward as well Callum had a sports day I'd never been to a kid's sports day before because because yeah. do you know what I mean um it's not something you casually end up doing no and and they were like oh it's his sports day you're up for coming I'd only known him a couple of months and I was like right okay I've got to, you know I've, I've got to do the thing yeah and also we're musicians so sports never was really oh my god yeah 100 percent. and no offense you were also 130 kilos at yeah, 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 yeah you're smashing it now mate. Uh, thanks bro yeah but thanks bro um was that your attempt at a South African accent no no okay, yes but, okay it was. I think it was accidentally. I think it was. I think it just it, came out. It's all right. How embarrassing. It's okay. Should we hold it? Should we? Should we make that awkward? Or yeah, let's just hold it and make it really awkward. Uh, I feel terrible now. I mean, you should. It's racist. All I can think of is Alan Partridge. <laughs> I just Alan Partridge talking about pyrotechnics. I, I don't want to ask you to do that, but now I've kind of done Alan it. Alan Partridge talking about pyrotechnics. I don't know. You don't say pyrotechnics in the same way. Really? Yeah. Pyrotechnics. No, that's not. That's not how Alan Partridge says it. Part of part of techniques is how he says it. Okay, you can talk like this. There she is. Sorry. Do you want to do, you want to do it like this? Okay, let's do the rest of the interview like this. Okay, so you're talking about how you went to a sports day. Okay. Continue. Oh God. You the thing is, I was about to say that's so good, but you're South African. So it's not as exciting for me. Whereas if you try to ask me to do a Northerner or a Liverpudlian accent, then oh, go go Liverpool. Liverpool. What? No way, no, that didn't go well. Say, say, um, there was an advert on TV a long time ago for Nesquik cereal, and there was a Scouse kid on it, and he said, um, "Hey, Quickie, how come Nesquik cereal tastes so chocolatey?" <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. He did that, but say, "Hey, hey, Quickie, how come Nesquik cereal tastes so chocolatey?" Hey, Quickie, how come Nesquik cereal tastes so chocolatey? That's not bad. It's, it's you're much nicer than I am no, I bad. called you out I'm really quite badly. nice yeah 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 you I'm are just nice. much nicer whereas I'm South African and we're just known for being assholes I was going to say earlier when you were mm. talking about well we're not known for being assholes but I know some I don't, I don't think that's true everyone I know from South Africa is really nice and no one's told me that they're assholes I don't know I found a lot of people struggle one thing I didn't realize it was a real big adjustment when I suddenly realized and that was only like last year um when uh, dealing with sort of an OCD housemate is like I learned that I was aggressive are you aggressive I'm not well maybe you're used to it maybe you're okay with honest people because of all that you've been through or because you're slightly northerner 
Are you from Norfolk or is your, just your missus from Norfolk? No, my missus are from Norfolk. Okay. Um, I'm not a northerner. I am north of the Thames, which which counts as north. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. North yeah. of Watford? No. No, I'm about sort of in line with oh, okay. Watford, but but east of that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, I have no idea what any of this means, but I just. Are know you just that. saying? I'm just names saying of cities. Names of places. Well, I know names that my grandparents of... say that anything north of Watford True. doesn't count. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> my grandparents and Devon. <laughs> so no. Uh, basically, um. Yeah, I, I think for a lot of people, what I didn't realize is even though I'm not aggressive, I don't see myself as aggressive. Mm -hmm. A lot of my tactics are aggressive to other people, just pointing Explain. things out, honestly. Like it just when I'd be like, you know, just very upfront about things, like just not being passive aggressive. But so even though for me, it's not aggressive, it's not like, it's, it's just like in, it's in just the middle. It's very in line. So Example? I would, so the, the best thing I can say is I'll be like, oh, um, can you let me know to do like for example with mugs if you if i'm leaving too many mugs about let me know I mugs is in too much. coffee mugs or just you know i can be untidy sometimes okay so I, I wish i would clean this doesn't look untidy your house is really nice oh thank you well it is being packed up but like I, i'm trying to get better it is a like i'm trying like, to look for like a mug now there's no mugs anywhere no no no. i can't i mean there's I a couple of mugs dishes. right do you know Ooh. what i mean okay, but, but no like i think um sometimes like i'd be like oh okay well just tell me and just let me know and like this other person who we were living with was like was like yeah that'll be fine when we first move in together and then mm -hmm. later on it wasn't fine and then he's like said well i don't feel comfortable asking and i was like well then i can't do anything about that because i was like literally shouting at him saying just tell me what's wrong tell me what the issue was is. he english you know it's like yes oh no he won't tell you what's wrong but that's the problem no that's no he'll just hold a grudge but that's where i'm and then he'll tell all of his friends what's wrong yeah, but you see, that, that's where I'm aggressive. So that, even though it's not aggression, what I thought aggression was, it is aggressive. But you're frustrated, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard just, not to get just, aggressive when you're frustrated. But maybe, but, but even just being aggressive in terms of being upfront, assertive. I'd call it assertive. Some people call it aggressive. Some of the British who are very passive aggressive call assertiveness aggression. And it becomes aggression when it's being confronted with passive aggression. Yeah, I mean, it's, I suppose it's that really simply is it's a difference of um it's just different people are different do you know yeah, what i mean as well it's i like, do think the british are naturally more passive aggressive oh 100 the, the thing is i um and i think maybe may, or maybe it's men versus women i think women I think are there's an element of both to be fair yeah yeah because because that's another one as well it's like you know all the isms like like sexism racism and stuff like that but there's also things that are absolutely stereotypical and they're stereotypical for a reason like for instance mm. english people love roast dinners like that that is <laughs> it's just a thing obviously there's other people in the world that love roast dinners and i totally get that yeah but i, I don't find that racist in any other do you know what i mean no, i think i think stereotypes well, are a very good guide and yeah but but i think there's there's just one over all encompassing rule like umbrella rule of just don't be a dick do you know what i mean yeah no don't be a dick it's like some, sometimes people are pissed off sometimes people are narky sometimes sometimes people are on their period and it's just yeah. you know and that's it just yeah. fucking deal with it move on like it's all right do you know I, what I mean? agree. don't be a dick and, and then like if you are like i do like for example you know within a band a band is a very close-knit circumstance mm. and like of course even if you're just working functions together because you're dealing with a lot of constraints and some people want to arrive early some people don't care as much yeah, 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 some yeah. people think oh that's not okay to arrive in that outfit some people think oh it's not okay for you to dictate what i wear yeah so it, it, there's a lot of complicated things that go in 
are involved. And I've worked in like um, hotels where you're working six nights a week, you're living with them. And I think um, you learn very quickly, like the biggest rule overall is don't be a dickhead. And if you are, just be like, I'm in a bad mood. There I'm you so go. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Just be I've real about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think because hungry tired like stressed like it does that to people but recognizing those yeah. emotions i don't know mm. if that maybe takes time do you think, I think that it takes, does yeah i think it takes time. do it's... you know what I, like I, I tell you this definitely there's this is something i've i've really realized recently is that people will spend a lot of money on a bunch of stuff but one of the things that people will not spend money on is they will not invest in themselves and the, mm-hmm. the funny thing about that is that the only thing that can't lose value in your life as far as i can tell is yourself because you're the only one that holds that value so for instance if you if you spend 100 quid on going out and getting larry having a couple of drinks or whatever blah 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 then you're not really investing in yourself right you're you're just going out and getting pissed however if you call it in that book we the 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 fuck book that's a different book i'm reading that as well but that's a different book (laughs) subtle art of not giving a fuck there you go yeah yeah or the fuck book yeah Yeah. (laughs) they talk about it as a high yeah yeah Yeah, and uh, and but the thing is though like for instance like um when i started doing when i started doing all the coaching stuff with people um it's, it's I, I find this quite funny because I and I would have been exactly the same as well so it's, it's not like I find it funny in a in a sort of like over the top way yeah. just in a genuine but if you if you say if someone's like oh, okay how much does that cost for a session or how much does that cost mm. for this this or this tell them that sometimes the initial reaction is like whoa okay fucking hell that's like that's an amount and I would never do this with someone, but the, but the argument would be like, Hannah, how much did you spend on beer last week, or how much yeah. did you, you know, do you know what I mean? And I, I find it really funny that like people will go wild for I don't know, like I can't believe it's costing me like two quid for a liter of water, but they'll spend five pound fifty on a pint of shit beer. Do you know, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's these kind of like I don't know these kind of misconceptions, and I I don't know where it comes from. I think a lot of it's media, and I think a lot of it's like just not being educated with stuff and it's like for instance the, the reason that you're so good at what you do is because you work really hard at it you've practiced a hell of a lot and you put your heart and soul into it every time you do a gig because the fact is that you getting paid for uh, so, say if you work down the beach yeah. for instance if you do a gig at the start of april and you do it september there's a good few months in between those two times and one of them is the yeah. start of the season one of them is the end i've never seen you put in a different amount of effort You've gone, yeah. right, okay, I'm at work. This is what I'm doing. Well, do you know, that's, I mean, it's sweet that you say that, but I do come myself lucky in that, like, I'm just happy on a stage. I am just, and I don't know, I don't know. But you wouldn't be I, happy if you weren't good, and you're good because you practiced, Or right? I'm good because I like it. I don't know. I don't know what that, that what do you, that's What do you need to, to practice? What, performance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perform. So, because like, so, I totally just, agree. But, so but this do. is the thing. I think it, it's. I think about it. Mm. I think about it all the time. I, I, I thought, and I like. Look, I, a lot of it is to do with the first. Even though I don't have a great relationship with the first company I went on the road with, I studied musical theatre, mm-hmm. and I went on the road, and I went with this company called Alive. Um, as not, in a live network. Not a live network. Different alive. Yeah, live. Now they're a great company, Sorry. but like, they they train frontmen. They do. And, and it's one of the things where I learned you can drink from them. But I've always mm. been kind of like very interactive on stage, very comfortable. I think it was my dad because I've grown up around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like 
they trained front men and I wasn't necessarily comfortable there because they kept on saying, change your hair, change your this, change your that. You need to look like a movie star in the lobby. And like, it was just a lot of weird stuff that made me very uncomfortable. They wanted to make me do a three. What movie star? Like, like Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, I could yeah. do that. I, I could look I like could Danny DeVito. That. That's basically yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to look like Danny DeVito. I mean, I, I don't know how hard that would be for you to look like Danny DeVito. I reckon I could that's like 10 that. steps away from Barry White. It's that, sound like Barry, Barry White, White and Danny DeVito is the... <laughs> <laughs> no, I just say Barry White because that's what I always joke I sound like when I have a rough voice. But like it, it was a, it was a weird situation and like I don't know. I mean, but I love. But regardless of what I've done, it's like I I'm just happy on a stage and I'm I'm blessed to have that. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you've probably felt the same with a drum kit. So like I don't know what's your practice. Let's let's in fact go into that now. What's your practice routine? What like brought <laughs> you to become a great drummer? Okay, I I mean I appreciate that um i uh the thing that i always taught um and the thing that i absolutely believe hold on let me tell santa quite no you got what's he listening to i don't know he's saying it's angry music he's listening to hardcore has he gone all angsty? to be fair i did steal his headphones for ah, you <laughs> that's right. i'm so sorry i could have bought my own headphones i uh, know but I mean, I was trying to be, you know, one of those things where you're trying to be like, you know what you're doing. You, you've hosted really, really well. Oh, well, thank you. That's very kind. You offered me a beer. I did offer you a beer, you but then I drank your from beer. the train station. I yeah. did. And yeah. you drove. Yeah. So I offered that's cool. you offered. but no, no, necessarily. That's cool. But you would have followed but through. Practice-wise, practice-wise, yeah. I, I believe, as in specifically music, yeah. I believe that the the most important thing is yours. Um, and as obvious as that sounds, I think a lot of the, all of the mistakes I made when I was growing up, I, I wanted to play drums for the wrong reasons. So true story, there was, I, I, when I went to high school, we had it really weird. I, I've only found this out over the last few years, but it was really weird the way that we had it where I grew up. So we didn't have primary school, and school. We had primary okay. school, middle school, and then high school. Okay. So you do four years at each one. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I remember getting to high school, which was like the one before college. And there was this kid there who's called Charlie Bevan and God bless him. He's a really good friend of mine. He died in a car crash a few oh, years ago. Um, and I, I had so much time for him that God yeah. rest him or Allah rest him, whatever. Um, but he was I like a good how guy. you always riff. I don't know which one. I don't know which one. I'm open. I'm very open, but yeah. I, don't, I, I don't, I don't know which one. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, he was just cool dude. And then bear in mind, I was super fat, super low self-esteem, like right. really insecure. And I got to this school, and for some reason, um, he took to me, and I have no idea. I, to this day, I have no idea why. Uh, and we got on really, really well. And I used to go to his house, um, which was like a couple of couple of villages away from where I grew up. And his parents were really quite rich, um, and so like like from my parents' house to his parents' house was quite a big thing, and we'd yeah. stay there for the weekend. And um and he was into like Green Day and like Red Hot Chili Peppers and like you know yeah. and for his age he was very cool. Bear in mind this was like years ago now, you know, oh, like yeah, sixteen no, years ago, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter when you're a teenager. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was like I, you know, this. There's none of this. It's not Wolfpack. It's it's not Wolfpack. Everyone's talking about Wolfpack. Do you know what I mean? They're fucking great. Though. They're amazing. Yeah, they're yeah. yeah. There's a lot of amazing people though. Yeah, anyway, different story. Different different conversation. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right, so I'm, I'm not going to put on, on Wolfpack um but yeah no and, and he was into all that and he just used he had everything opposite of what I wanted and he had all like you know he had the girls and he had the kind of like just that vibe about him where 
there was just people wanted to talk to him and stuff like that. So I actually, if I'm being really honest, I started music for the wrong reasons, or I started playing music for the wrong reasons. I've always loved music. Uh, I remember the first. And a lot of people, I, I mean, I'll interrupt that and say a lot of people started guitar because they wanted to get a go. Yeah. Like, I don't know who it was, but it was some great guitarist who was like, most guitarists start because they wanted to get yeah. a girl. So, I mean. But I think at the same time, you kind of have a love. You must have a love for it to, to stick at it. Of and course. I remember it, probably probably the soppiest thing I'll say is I remember my friend. I, I knew that I was into it because my friend had a birthday party. At, do, do you know, like Laser Quest? Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> we had Laser Quest in this as well. Yeah. So. And so he had a party at Laser Quest and it was about um, about 40 minutes 40 minutes drive from my house to the nearest city, uh, right. 30, 30, 40 minutes. And we were going on the bus and the bus went through the arse end of nowhere around all, all of the right. villages and stuff. And it took a long time. So, um, so basically it was about an hour and a bit to get to this thing. And it was yeah. the first time that we were all allowed out together. Cause we were still quite long, young, like yeah. 13, 14. And, um, and everyone was pumped. Like everyone was super gassed about going to his party and we were allowed to go without the parents <laughs> and like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like party up in there. And, um, and we went and we got on the bus and I, I'd only got this drum kit like a couple of weeks before. And like I say, my, my dad had paid half for it and I'd saved up half for it yeah. doing, a, doing a really shitty paper round and like, you know, working working as a lackey at a cafe and stuff like that. And um, yeah, we, so we took this like hour and a quarter bus ride and we got there and then everyone got off the bus and I just couldn't do it. And I stayed on the bus and I went straight back home and just went, ran into my room and just started playing drums, right? So as, as, as lame as that sounds, that was definitely the first time I was like, I actually love this. Like, you know, and I couldn't yeah. stop and I, I lost friends over it. I lost, like, I just, that's all I wanted to do Friday, Saturday yeah. nights. I, I never used to get laid when I was a kid because that's what I yeah. wanted to do. I wanted to play drums. Well, the concept of getting laid at 14 is just something that's completely No, no, no I was from near Essex, darling. Like, <laughs> Oh, so that that that's how it's done. I don't, I don't know what the replica is in um in in essay in, 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 yeah. Is that is that the place? Maybe. What, yeah. what, what's your what, if it's, uh, we had chabs? What was your like version of that? In oh, Australia, like, it's bogans. But oh, bogans. bogans. Is that the well, in South Africa, butts. Like. Say again. Butts. That so sounds but, harsh. Butts. brother. Okay. But like a butt is like you know they talk like this and they're like, like okay yai eating breath yeah. Right, right, right. Wait, no, I'm getting confused between the two. This so is going hard. Just... I've just, I just tried to went go, go bruv. Yeah, like proper geezers. And bruv is, yeah, proper geezer. Yeah, yeah that's a but. A but. It talks like this, yeah. But. Jai, but. How's it going, eh? Oh, you just, you just clapped. Just that was fucking loud. That was fucking yeah, loud. Yeah, and they talk like this. <laughs> like it's like proper, like hectic brew. Hectic brew. Brew is what they say. Hectic brew. Brew. That's cool. Say hectic. Brew. I'm gonna start doing this. What hectic is, hectic? is a big South African word. Hectic. hectic. Yeah, that's hectic. Eh? And then that's proper hectic. Yeah, hectic brew. Hectic brew. That's, that's not bad. Thank you. I'm being nicer because I'm trying. I feel like I'm like five out of ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Sam Sam he tries he South he African accent. Hectic brew. Hectic no, I don't feel like I can do. It. I feel like this is going slightly racist. I mean, what? Do you feel offended? I, I it's don't know. White Afrikaners. <laughs> you can't um okay anyway so practice routine so, so so you you basically were saying like there was just a draw once you started i think that's a consequence of like like a kind of creative personality. yeah I, we do just get addicted i oh god the thing is like, very very slight off topic but something i definitely believe in um and and someone that if 
anyone that's listening knows who I'm talking about will probably be like, oh, really? Uh, do you know Grant Cardone? I don't know. Grant I've got so much time for this okay. guy, right? He's basically like uh, just business frigging like, uh, you know, absolute like multi, multi-millionaire, you right. know, like decamillionaire. Um, and it's not the sort of thing I would normally listen to, but I love I love his vibe. And for some reason, he gets me gassed. He gets me pumped. Yeah. And if I listen to any of his audio books, I'm just ready to go. Yeah. And um, one of the things that, that that he always says is it's it's just action you always have to take action there's nothing else so you can talk about it you can write about it you can plan you can you know you can you can put all of that background stuff that's kind of important so you just need to do it it's like a there's, well there's, they say with motivation even everyone says oh i need to be inspired to be motivated to do the thing and it's right, like yeah, yeah, well yeah. that's a circle so if you yeah. just do the thing you'll get it yeah and you know and the the funny thing is that I he talks about obsession and and I absolutely agree with this wholeheartedly is the idea of obsession. So, for instance, I was obsessed with cocaine for a while. Right. Um, whatever it is you're obsessed with, very obsessed with sex or whether you're obsessed with drinking or whether you're obsessed with some shitty TV show that's on Netflix or something like yeah. that, or whatever it is. And the idea is that the obsession's not actually bad. It's the fact that you're channeling it that way. As opposed right. to, so for instance, when when I was obsessed with practicing, that was really good because it made my drumming better and it made my musicality better and, yeah. it, and it got me to a point. And a long term buzz. Completely. Yeah. However, if I was obsessed with wanking, then there's, there's <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's a very detrimental, hey, you know, like, I mean, there's a time and a place. Uh, <laughs> but to be obsessed, to be obsessed with something like that, it's like being being obsessed with, with anything. Like, no, it can be too it's much. Just, it, it's just, it's just something's being obsessed with it and like, kind of limiting your mind yeah, but it's just, it was always there's always an unhealthy amount you know like uh, yeah my drama who I spoke about earlier he's been through a lot of things of like um where he blew out his wrists yeah I had the same so thing yeah, yeah yeah oh did you oh brutal yeah 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 did you have to have an operation I had no I've I no what what happened to him he had an operation he had to, he has plates in his arms oh so my god do you know Sam Wilson and Tom yes yeah, 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 yeah right so he was the drummer for Heath for a long while right, he was right, like right. he's an incredible drummer and like awesome dude but he like he blew out his wrist from practicing you know eight hours up a day and damn just, and he's got metal plates, plates in his arm and he had to give up drumming for a year and so like for me because i have nodules i live and work with me, right which is not fun and you have nodules currently yeah yeah, yeah. okay i have such soft nodules i had hard nodules when i was young had them i know a guy and they, he, yeah. he works under west pier yeah he won't charge too much you yeah. can get rid of him yeah oh what surgeon yeah yeah, yeah. It, we'll talk about that it's interesting yeah. but like i did have the operation when i was younger but the problem is is like i didn't put in the long-term work and didn't put in the functional medicine work okay, of right, like, right, you right, know, right. really handling my reflux, really, and taking responsibility. Like, I was mm-hmm. addicted to Diet Coke. I used to drink two litres a day, practically, for years, for, for since I was 14, and only a year and a half ago I gave that up. So, you know. Wowza. It, well, you must have lost loads of weight from just stopping drinking Coke, right? Well, it was Diet Coke. So I didn't. So your your aspartame levels have gone right down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, But but it does influence. I mean, I've read this book called The Obesity Code by Dr. Jason Uh Foden, which is awesome. I don't know that book. Send it to me. I'll send you. It's really really cool. I loved it. Um, it was very interesting in terms of just understanding the hormones. Put your legs within. Sorry, they're so long. It's fine. Lay them out. Relax. You can put them forward like this. Oh my God. Okay. Do you know what? That's a good one. Yeah, do it like yeah, that. Yeah, boy, sorted. 
Yeah, except, why did you not do that earlier? I mean, I'm just so used to him just being stupidly long. You're just like, I'm just used to being uncomfortable. Oh, I, I, honestly, <laughs> it's my life, mate. Yeah. Um, Try driving a car. Sorry, carry oh, on. Oh, God, yeah. That's not fun. Well, I drive a car in heels sometimes. So that's not fun. Yeah, me too. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's your Saturday night, right? Mondays, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, so whatever, nodules and whatever people you out his wrist so there is that extent where obsession can be too much where mm -hmm. like, people get over obsessed with gym you get injured so i do understand that there is like nothing and this is why i like the long form podcast as well is because things are nuanced oh 100 percent. it's not yeah, just the yeah, case yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. practice your ass practice all yeah, day every yeah, day yeah. it's like well yeah have you can't do that yeah you can't you can't do that and i think that um so a dear, dear friend of mine, is a yeah. very dear friend. He was one of my best men at my wedding. He's a very dear friend of mine. He's a guy that's got the Pope Mobile. I don't know if you saw any of that. Pope Mobile? Uh, yeah, he's a very long story short. His boss bought a Pope Mobile for their company. And it's like, <laughs> the, like the Pope Mobile. Um, I'll send you a video. Um, yeah. And he's he's got it in Hurstfield Point And he looks after it. And right. he drives around. It's, it's awesome. And if you, uh, honestly, let me know. And I'll get, I'll get him to take you for a ride. And it's yeah, amazing. It doesn't feel like it's going to be that amazing until you is. get into the seat and you're at the top and it is so awesome um but i can't even remember what i was talking about i got waylaid on the pope um what are you talking pope about oh no obsession like right so so the thing is that uh, i don't even know why i brought him up let's just let's just put that to the side obsession he has a pope mobile but so yeah so when when i used to practice so basically i've got a mixture of rsi tendonitis and carpal tunnel do you have it currently or you oh I, yeah, no 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 i have it okay, I, okay. and i've had it for years and years and years right. and i got i i there was a time definitely definitely when i was broke like broke broke you know standard musician living yeah. in my overdraft for like about five or six years yeah. and i um and i tried everything because the thing is you know when it's your passion and it's like I, i'm not even it's not like i'm bothered that i'm missing a couple of these gigs or those gigs or functions it's or your whatever. identity that's it's, what i'd say it's, it's what your makes identity. you happy right like it's not you even know. what makes you happy it's what makes you who you are Emotive, yeah 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 absolutely that, that's like it's not even happiness it's like happiness is well, you, it's right? a fleeting yeah, thing yeah. it's who you are and that's where it becomes difficult because yeah. like some doctor a gp i went and spoke to and went like when i was in a down patch and like before i got on the train i went to a gp and i was like um look for when i have early gigs or stuff i struggle to sleep because i get anxious right i get yeah, anxious yeah. about my voice because if i don't sleep then i don't have a voice blah, blah. so i said i'd like a sleeping pill please. and you know i have these nodules at least and it's just helping me with that you know with some like at least going to the ent and she said oh if you thought you know maybe you know stopping it for a while and like i was just like i just i can't life wouldn't be worth living mm-hmm I'd rather get the up, like all my life savings or whatever, you know, it's, it's just, it, it, it just, life wouldn't be living. So I understand that kind mm, of yeah. depth. And I think that's one thing, like, and again, why I wanted to do this podcast, I think musician wise, we don't talk enough about the daily difficulties of even just a wedding musician. Oh, completely. And uh, I mean, two things on that. One, uh, Kate Holdaway is killing it at the moment. Oh, she's smashing uh, it. I'm, I'm loving that. I oh, absolutely yeah. loving that shit. She's um so she's really good for for um giving opinions on on just like this kind of thing. Yeah. Right right back at you as well. So what an awesome idea for a podcast as well. Yeah, she'd be um, great to have on actually when I come back from it. Yeah, you should. That, you oh, definitely should. Maybe she'll be the next one on. Yeah, 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 yeah. She'd be great. Um, but yeah, so I I I very very quickly I had um I had all this stuff and then 
I basically got told um, the advice I got from I, I spent um, and like I said I was broke like as in like broke yeah and I spent everything I had and I borrowed money off my parents to to go for to go to see specialists I went to physiotherapy um, you know acu- I tried everything from west and east and like every type of yeah. like thing that I could do to fix it because all I want it made me I, I was depressed do you know what I mean um and the best thing I got was the worst one was I paid 220 pounds for a 10 minute consultation with like this guy who was meant to be like uh, Europe's best like wrist specialist uh, and he literally grabbed my hand and he went um yeah I don't I don't really know what's up with it um yeah uh, maybe have a cortisone injection and I was like, oh, no. okay, uh, it cost me 210 quid. But I think over that amount of time, I think I spent about, better, this is really, really worth mentioning, mm-hmm. I had no money. Yeah. And I think I spent about five grand um, on just going to different like, people. Just, yeah, yeah. just. Um, Which is also, I do I think there's to, an element right? at least trying everything. Because yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. like for me, I just got depressed. And it took me a while before I went to the trying everything route because I felt like, nothing was going to happen yeah well I got told from most people most of the specialists and I say that in very inverted commas most of the specialists told me uh, I needed to take time off and I needed to you know replenish my wrist now I can't do that well well, this is the thing so I actually after a while of just ignoring them I thought you know what okay that this is my fault I need to stop and blah 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 so I took about six months off of playing not only was it the 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 most frustrating um anxious like you know what it's like as a musician it's not even that you're missing out it's like Hannah said someone's jumping in my grave as well so all of those gigs that I've had to cancel someone else now has them and then what am I going to do for work but it's not even I see for me personally it isn't I mean admittedly I don't remember that because I do weird things so someone never replaces me fully in terms of playing dickhead uh, yeah yeah, and I'm sure you felt the (laughs) same but you know the biggest thing for me is that that feature soul well and i've watched you and i think you're a performer as well Bless so you, i think i think it, it features soul. it does something oh 100 i don't know you, what you it is it. It like you absolutely and need you, you it yeah, yeah. and i don't i can't like i don't want to say it's like just the audience applause it's not about that it's like no, no, it's, there's something spiritual you, there's yeah, something yeah. More. you get it and like i think that fucks you up not having mm. my dad has a thing like my dad's been a musician is like since 24 he's older now <laughs> and he's like he always says he gets the blue funk if he doesn't have enough yes yeah. oh completely blue funk and, and i love that and like, yeah i i, I felt too, i mean two things on that one is weirdly enough the reason i quit doing functions is because that was giving me the blue funk for the opposite reason right okay very very different thing and yeah. uh, the, the last thing that i definitely want to say on the on the injury stuff though is that after all of this money and time and energy and worry and anxiety and freak out, mm. trying to fix it and trying to sort it out, the best bit of advice I got was from my GP. And I went, I'd seen him before. I'd, I'd seen my GP yeah. before about this and they said, you need to go go to the specialist or do this or whatever. And I went back and I had a different guy and I'd had the same GP for a few years when I was yeah. living down in, in Central. And, um, and uh, yeah, there's a new guy there. I say like new, like he was a new doctor. He wasn't, he, yeah. he obviously, you know, and he was about 70 years old. And he, um, 
I, there was just something about him and I walked into the uh, walked into the room and I was at my wits end as in like I was almost crying when I walked in I was just like I just need something to sort this out like anything I'll do it yeah. I, I don't even care you tell me literally tell me to friggin like put my dick in a blender I'll do it yeah I don't care I just want to be able to play my drums and I just want this to go I need this yeah. to stop happening because it was both both sides as well different different oh, different you. pain on both sides but my left used to be really bad and then my right got worse but um and and he said and I I will never forget this and he literally uh, he looked me in the eye after I'd I'd had this like ten minute like vent like at him vent just being like crying. dude like this has happened and this and like yeah. I was giving him all the chronology and the history about what had happened and he took my wrist and he held it in his hand and he went bear in mind he's seventy he looks like a lovely he looks like your grandpa do you know yeah. what I mean and he went um it's fucked mate. He said, you're a drummer. And I went, yeah. And he went, so you hit things all day. And I went, well, I mean, a lot of the day. And he went, right, okay, so what's the problem? And I was like, my, my wrist really hurts. I've got carpal tunnel, blah, blah, blah. And he went, no, no, I get that. But what's the problem? And I, I was sitting there and I was like, I don't know, what, what's this guy doing? He's like, mind fucking me. What's going on here? Yeah. And, then, and he said, so you think that, there's you think I'm like magic you think there's something I can tell you that's going to make it so you can hit things with a wooden stick and your wrist is going to be okay what's with your bunkers what's wrong with you he was like he said what what do you think what what do you think happens to boxers what do you think happens to long distance runners what do you think happens to any type of anyone that does anything repetitive whether it's a singer whether it's a someone that bakes cakes it doesn't matter if you're doing something over and over and over again it's gonna hurt after a while yeah and he was like, and he said all those times in school when you got told to stretch and you got told to eat healthily and you got told to this, he said, you didn't do it, did you? And I went, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and I bet you've done a bunch of other stuff, haven't you? And I was like, no. And in my head, I was thinking, yeah, I smoked way too much pot for a long time. Yeah. And I used to eat really badly and I used to sleep in yeah, and I didn't exercise. Yeah, I've times when I've, you know, not slept enough or I've exercised too little. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've drank too much, whatever. And, the interesting thing is um i brought up um a couple of a couple of people earlier joel and yaz and um they're doing really well at the moment yeah and as musicians we we always have this conversation with people where someone does something really well or they get to that next stage or they do something you know they, they go up to that next sort of echelon of like um you know oh, i'm on tour with so and so now and it's like, oh my god they've, they've broke out they've done yeah. this thing and this is the same as far as I can tell for success across the board. I, I I don't believe success is monetary at all. I think it's I think monetary is definitely a part of it, but I think that it's also about your relationships being on point. It's oh, about 100%. your health being on yeah. point. It's about business being on point. It's about like everything. It's, oh, success you could be is all encompassing, right? Doing the best, the coolest job in the world, but if your relationships are then like, basically you've got a wicked job and you're a dickhead. Like, there's yeah, a really yeah, good yeah, description yeah, yeah. where someone compares the guy who got kicked out of the Beatles and the guy who, that was actually in Satellite of Not Giving a Fuck, which I quite like, uh-huh. which is the guy who got kicked out of um, Metallica. Yeah. Who formed Motorhead. Uh-huh. And he was still slightly depressed. Whereas the guy who got kicked out of the Beatles, who was like, well, I have a nice family. Yeah. I don't have to deal with all that shit. And it was like, hmm, what's the thing? Success or oh, your metric? There you go. Absolutely. It's like, so, you, yeah. can, you can be rich as hell, which I actually think is important. I think it's important to have, x amount of money and i think it's important to to have x amount of this and this and this but the thing is you could have you can have billions or trillions you can have as much as you want 
but if your relationship shit with your partner then you're just a rich guy and like that's it do you yeah. know what i mean um and the point being is that with, with all of these things you're i, I think that there's an element where you've just got to be real about it and it's like of course of course you've got nodules you sing all the time of yeah. course i've got problems you sing in my three hands hours. you hey, don't of you course shout you, do. you don't think about it when you do it you don't want to restrain yourself you think how you hard, enjoy yeah, it so you... of course like you sing three hours a day no singing teacher recommended that no. same as the gold southern like like it's just yeah you're singing 345 minutes like belting out pop songs generally you've not spent loads of time on your monitoring or you're not wearing the best in years and you're like and you're doing this and then you're doing a function gig and then you're not sleeping and then you're trying to have a life of course you've got no choice. i mean and even like like you driving home from a gig right yeah. so it's like not only have you drove to the gig yourself then you've played the gig you don't know what you're getting for dinner and like sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad yeah. And then they instead of like having specific set times, they're like, oh, actually, we, we're, we're running a bit late. Can you like go on an hour later? And like all of this is anxiety and freak out and like, oh, and I said, this isn't how I planned it. And then you've got to drive back afterwards and then yeah. get up the next day and do the same thing. And, and like, then sometimes you're talking on the way to the gig to a person that's in your car or you're not. And then you're this. And for drummers, it's cold. So you're not. Yeah, man, I mean, my like, drummer yeah. went through. I mean, he's been amazing. Like he's. Turned and he turned me on to Joe Rogan and intermittent fasting. That's been a life changer for me. But he's like, he went from like really struggling with functions, like being not being able to get through. If you put like a bunch of fast songs, Proud Mary into Brightside into mm -hmm. you know, all the small things, and he'd freak out and like really struggle. And at the end of the gig, he'd just be a mess. And like this year, you know, he quit smoking, he quit weed, he's pretty much quit drinking. Like he had one instant with drinking and he freaked out this year. And like he's just on the up and up and just coping. Went to Pat Garvey for some lessons. Oh, I love Pat so much. Yeah, yeah. He's in, got him on the team. But for me, like a big change with the nodules things, I went to like a laryngeal, a laryngeal osteopath. How did you find that? How was that? I really enjoyed it. Now I don't know because it's one of those things. I was always very skeptical. I was always very like believed the big I never believed the whole you know oh it's unnatural so it's bad I was always like no that doesn't necessarily mean no it doesn't that's yeah, a naturalistic yeah, yeah, fallacy yeah. but the more I've read and the more I've learned I've kind of been like oh there are some elements to which if it's unnatural it's bad in terms of like we've refined things so that we've taken out some of the fiber yep. so that you don't process it so it's just kind of been like this year I've just been like oh I don't know shit like, I just wanted to believe that person because I didn't want to give up Diet Coke. I just wanted to believe that person. Yeah, really well put, yeah. And all you know is you don't know, right? Yeah. Like, it's kind of that simple, and I that, think, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, so let's let's just go back. I don't know what time we're at. So we were going to say before we hit the three hours. Because sure. look at this. In this time, this is what happens. This is what happens. Oh, all those messages. Look. Yeah. oh my goodness yeah, yeah. that's that's also largely that that's having a kid and that's being an agent as well i think largely yeah more the latter but yeah. <laughs> yeah being an agent is just intense man um right so what i wanted to make sure we got through so we, we got through a bunch of things what i want to talk about is this book okay how did it come i really need a wee again i'm sorry i know no you're fine I need okay. You're gonna start on the intro of your book. Oh my god, it's intense. And then you can do it. I believe. It. Okay, what I am gonna I do. I need to learn to like have a nappy on next time I do podcast. No, you don't wear a nappy in public. It no, always goes wrong. I'm gonna I'm that. gonna stop watch this. Uh, just to see. I think it takes me about a minute to pee. Um, Roxy last time was, I don't know, like 
felt like about 15 seconds or they were about to hit that mark um yeah so um yeah book is coming out uh january the 1st um 2019 and it's basically a no bullshit um i'm in a lot it's weird when you've got no one to talk to I'm going to carry on talking. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a no bullshit handbook, basically. I got really sick of being sold a bunch of stuff that I didn't feel was really helpful and I thought was quite manipulative and didn't really help in the grand scheme of things. Nice one. You weed within, that was, I'm going to lap you at 50 seconds. Good job. Good job. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, so, I, and the thing is, I think, I think it's not, you know, the idea of not ripping people off and just actually getting to the, getting to the problem and dealing with it. Everything's as far, that's so much harder when you're not here, Roxy. Yeah, he's yeah, struggling. Yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I would argue that people would think I was struggling. I was waffling. Waffling yeah, is yeah. good. Yeah. All we're doing is waffling. Having just a waffle. Maybe in the context of a human, it just doesn't seem as waffly. Waffly, waffly. Um, um, well, it's good because you, you work off feedback mechanisms. A lot of people don't know how to converse. Yeah, I, it's, the weird thing is I can talk to myself in the car. Um, I what, felt, you talk to yourself in the car? I talk to myself a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I do talk to myself like a lot. Like out loud? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, for, for people that know me quite well, I... Um, I, I I freestyle a lot, but not but, but not to the point where you're going to ask me to do it because I'm not going to do it. Um, but okay. but I I can't seem to freestyle without. Uh, I, I don't know. I just go down this this horrible sort of like route where I always end up talking about bums or poo. And no matter how <laughs> how sort of like uh, you know intelligent the topic. intelligent and clever I want it to be, it always boils down to Pokemon or or something like that. But um. Yes, the book you asked me about. Um, yes, uh, the, basically the premise of it was based off the back of all the horrible shit that happened yeah. uh, a while back in those six months. And I got to the point where what I was doing, so I, I probably would have got fired for this at the time, but what I was doing at college was not really teaching that much music. I was teaching music, obviously, because yeah. uh, the weird thing was that job, I was teaching business classes uh music performance classes for like everyone vocal lessons drum lessons um what else was i doing bits they're like other bits and pieces and just like a load of different uh, lessons just to just mm. to show you uh, just previous to your statement that there's no judgment here is that i from being a kid like and going to a small amount of music classes the best teachers i ever had were the ones that would help me with life stuff yeah i mean i i i i'm really glad for people like you because <laughs> because i don't think i'd have a job now but um the the weirdest the weirdest thing was all the feedback i got from um from when i was teaching music was never about me i'd have the odd person that would be like oh you've really helped me with this this and this but most of the time it would be life stuff but the weird thing is the weird thing for me is that the life stuff is the stuff that makes it easier for you to practice and get better yeah. at whatever it is. And actually, you know, I think you can take out the fact that it's music and put anything in, in its place. And there's a, there's a, for me, there's a bunch of absolute things that if you live by most of the time, you will be really happy, really successful okay. and you just crush it. Um, not all the time. Cause uh, I think that's Shit just will always absolutely happen. crazy. Yeah. Like the luck yeah. thing we were talking about. 
Um, so the book came off the back of that. And the idea is that it's, it's just a no bollocks handbook of, of being able to just really implementable, tiny little like life hacks that you can do. Norm the, the, the best way that, um, that I think I can put it is, you know, when you've lost your keys, or for those of you that wear glasses, anyone glasses. who anyone who's worked with me is pissing stuff? themselves right you, now. Do you lose a lot of every things? single gig? It will, is it keys? keys? Right. Okay. So yes. you know, and where you know when you find them and you're like, oh my god, they were like there the whole time. So the whole book's kind of like that. The whole book is basically like, oh my god, that's such an easy thing to do. I don't know why I thought about it. And the problem is, and I'd, I've had this struggle with a few people recently that i think they would probably call as people would call them competitors but i don't really see it like that i think i think you have to dominate what you're doing and there's no real competition i think you are yourself do you know there, what i mean there's, there's a statement someone said it's not famine i don't think there's famine in this world not in the luckily not in the land we grew up in there's not famine there's you know so i don't think it's competitive i don't think it needs to be i think if we lift each other up like as cheesy as it sounds no 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 and and that's the problem with like some, some people have made hippies bad do you know what i mean some people have made cheesy saying the cheesy yeah. but actually if you really think about it like you know most of the time they're kind of on point yeah um sub fact uh is, did you what, what do you know that if you shared all of the money in the world as in if you put all of it every single currency and you stuck no. it all together every single bit of money that's in circulation at the moment and you shared it equally between every single person in the world which is like just shy of eight billion at the moment i think it's like seven point something seven point something billion how much do you reckon they'd each have this blew my mind when I found this out. Ooh. What are we talking per annum? As in, so, right so for, as in, I found this out at the start of this year, and it was a very current um, okay. statistic. So if if say let's let's say at the start of 2018, yeah, if every single right down to the penny or naira oh. or whatever, um, every single bit of currency in the world all put in one pot and then shared equally between everyone, how much? How much do you reckon each person would have? This blew my mind. Ten grand. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm, I'm so happy you said that because I I guessed it. I guessed it about a hundred grand uh, when I first guessed it. Everyone would be over a billionaire. That's how much money there is in the world. Jesus. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and and obviously that whole one percent thing and a bunch of people have a lot of that and yeah. blah, blah blah. But there's so there's so much cash around. Um. Anyway, just like digress. But um. But the thing I was getting really sick of was that when i was trying to when i first started going to like ca and stuff like that to to try and get off the coke and, and everything like that yeah. i again same with my wrist i'm I, presuming I, ca is coke anonymous uh, yeah yeah coke okay. anonymous and i tried to do a bunch of things like that and i done what everyone was talking about and i went to uh, you know a psychologist and i went to the doctor and i went with to, these nhs ones uh yes mostly yeah yeah okay. mostly um because all my money had gone on yeah no else. i i even when <laughs> i was pretty like close to broke i uh, when we went through a half show situation i went to a private one yeah the problem is you can't pay for anything is. when you've got a coke addiction it's it, you just can't I can it's, that's yeah, insane it's, um, yeah. it's, uh, it's it's the devil it really is um yeah. but okay so you went, went but the thing that the, the, there was just one day the, there was two things that made the book come out because I didn't write it I didn't sit there and write it and think I'm going to write a book it, it was more like oh I've wrote all this stuff I wonder if that will help yeah. so there was three elements to that one of them was that it's most of the stuff I was teaching at college anyway um so motivationally you kind of I, I noticed that um 
I'm all right with kind of getting people out of a bit of a rut kind of thing. And if yeah. people are struggling, I've taught, so I used to teach special needs. I've taught people that have had addictions. I've taught people that have this, this, and this, and that worked. And uh, the other two things was one of them. Um, I absolutely, I, I remember, I remember coming out of a CA meeting once. I, I remember losing my shit. I never lose my shit. Um, no matter how well you know me, even I think Hannah's probably seen me lose my shit once or twice. Yeah. If, if that um and even then it's not that bad I'm like I'm such a little kitten do you know what yeah. I mean um my angry is just like I'm really angry and that that's about yeah. that's what you'll get um but I remember being absolutely fucking livid and and I I basically we're, we're talking you have to talk about I don't know if you hopefully you never have but if you ever go to like AA or CA or anything like that you have to talk about stuff that's happened in the past and yeah. it's always about stuff in the past and there's always a reason and it's always like okay so what do you think happened you know when you let's talk about when you're a child or let's talk about your parents and there's an element of that that I think okay it's important to know about your past of course and it's important to have your roots and know where you're from context absolutely yeah yeah however I personally think it means fuck all to do with your future because I think the only thing you can do with your past is learn from it and make your future better dwelling on it does not help freaking out about yeah. it being anxious about anything does not help the it's only, only thing... harping on it doesn't it you completely know, you and I just remember I felt really bad but I remember losing it at this guy and I, I was in a bad place at the time this is, I think it must have been 25 26 yeah. and um and this guy was like right, we, you know we're, we're really making progress here and we, we need to talk about you and I was in there was a group of people and um and I was just like oh my fucking god can we stop talking about my past like can we not do something to move forward like please please yeah. can we do something to move forward can we talk about what I'm going to do next week or next year or next like please like I'm begging you I don't want to talk about this thing that happened when I was a kid because I don't even know if it was bad or good anyway and you're just like yeah you don't even know, you know if it was I mean? bad or good anyway you're making shit yeah, up like 100%, we're all making shit up hundred so percent how does this help me? and it's like what what can I do right now and and I remember coming out of that out of that session and and just thinking like right okay Hannah said I need I need to take control here because t- letting that guy talk about what I need to do is bollocks because he, yeah. he let's be fair he's, he's probably a nice guy he's probably whatever but he's not me and he's he can't control me and only I can control me and yeah. if I'm doing a really bad job of it then I need to fix that and that whole thing we were talking about earlier with like the world doesn't revolve or what I think the, the world does revolve around you yeah. and if I can make my world really awesome and really full of purpose and really helpful and I can be good to people and I can stop being anxious and I can actually care about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it yeah. then for me that's important and as soon as the, you know and, and, and that basically was was one of the other reasons when I was like you know what I'm just gonna fucking like do this thing so one of the reasons uh one of the one of the main reasons that i ended up sorting the book out um and quitting cocaine was i, I started coming up with little things that i would do like little games and stuff like that so i'd be like okay cool how can i figure stop this happening whatever so one of the ones that and i do this with all of my clients and students and people like that uh, and it's something I, I i genuinely believe it's the main reason that i stopped doing all of my bad stuff I quit cigarettes off of it I quit coke off of it this this and this and I I call it thumb dotting and the idea is that you use your dominant hand Uh, so for me that's my right hand the hand that I write with and that will be my bad hand Uh, my non-dominant hand will be my good hand the reason being is that if I do something good I put a dot on my left hand 
with my right hand which is my dominant hand so for okay. instance it's the hand that I find easiest to hold my pen in if I hold my pen in my yeah. non-dominant hand it's awkward do you know what I mean it's yeah. awkward AF so um for me to put a dot on my right hand it's quite hard because my left hand feels weird if I'm holding yeah. a pen so it kind of reminds me that I'm doing something bad yeah so I, I remember coming out of this session um and kind of being a bit like what the fuck like I need to like stop telling me what to do stop telling me about my past blah blah blah. I want to do something so I came out and I was like right okay I'm just I'm just going to take control of this and I'm going to do something um where every time I'm bad I'm going to make a note of it every time I'm good I'm going to make a note of it I knew full well that at the time I was too lazy and too dumb to be able to carry around a journal and make a note of like I did this at this time and this day so I thought all right I'll just dot my thumbs I'll just I'll just put a little mark on each thumb so good hand, bad hand. Um, Where did, you, did you invent this? I think so. I mean, I, I don't know anyone else that does. That's amazing. <laughs> like, that's such a crazy concept. I've got a bunch of these. Like that. Yeah, no, do. definitely. And I do them all the time. I do them every day. Yeah, I'm um, excited. I say, I mean, you can try this. You, you definitely try this. Yeah, two, remember... two amazing things happen when you do uh, this. For me, it's going to be eating because I can eat some shit. Yeah. yeah so. so, for instance, to say I, it could be anything, but let's say that you're. I don't know you you want to do something like you want your diet to be better so you know for what what do you eat that's bad um like what's bad for you well the one thing that I'm just thought like okay let's just say it's hummus and and tahini okay but but but, like I'm talking about amounts of hummus yeah you see I I, and peanut butter like I will so you're exactly the same as me I could I could literally a jar of peanut butter oh yeah dude no Sam because it goes with everything Sam hides it I, I tell Sam to hide I swear it. to God, if, if Hannah hit my peanut butter, there would be trouble. No, no, no. I, I literally, <laughs> we had arguments in the beginning where I told him he had to hide it. He now knows he wow. has to hide the peanut butter okay. from us. Because so else instance, I will eat the whole thing. So the yeah. thing is, okay, so there'll be two, two facets to this. So one will be, if you eat the peanut butter, then you're like, oh man, I've got to put a dot on my right hand because that's my bad hand. So not only are you holding your pen in the awkward hand, yeah. it's going to remind you, and then you put it on your right hand and you're like, oh, okay. So something about humans that I've found is that all of us like to play games. Whether we say it or not, we're all competitive. Yeah. Whether we believe it or not, whether we act on it or not, everyone is competitive. So the idea of going to bed at the end of the day and having more dots on your bad hand than your good hand is not a good thing. And it's a reminder that you're like, oh, hold on a sec, I screwed it today. I, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But then I found that like, I was doing this for a while and I was like, so every time I thought about doing it, for instance, in the start, for every yeah. time I thought about banging some bag, I'd be like, right, okay. I'm thinking about it that's bad I'm still going to phone up the shutter I'm still going to phone up the dealer but I'm thinking about it so I put a dot on my bad hand and then I noticed after a couple of weeks I was like okay before I'd phone him it was, it was all about being aware that all of the stuff I talk about and write about is about, about being aware and well trying to, to be fair you've got osteopath a lot of what she talks about don't yeah. judge yourself you don't need to worry. just yeah, yeah. notice it yeah yeah, yeah yeah and that you'll automatically yeah because we're on we're all on autopilot most of the time and we don't realize what we're doing none of us are evil as far as i'm concerned i don't think that i think the odd person is quite evil but i think the majority of the times whenever i've screwed up it's not been intentional genuinely it hasn't been intentional it's just been yeah or i'm not thinking like i'm just being an idiot like do you know what i mean and there's a lot of distractions in life nowadays and there's a lot of things that kick off all the time and it's Mm -hmm. like you know you get distracted by junk food values and you think it's the right thing and you think it's you think you're doing it like you just miss out yeah completely so okay so you so so i yeah i i moved along like that and i was like right okay and and i I went from thinking about doing it but still doing it 
to to then uh, there was just one day I remember when I was like I'm not gonna fucking put I, I was like I'm so stubborn I'm not gonna put a dot on my bad hand today what can I do to put a good dot so I was like I know that I'm gonna go and pick up because I'm still addicted and that's a problem yeah. and I know I'm gonna do that so the best the next best thing is I can get two dots on my good hand so if I get one dot on my right. bad hand for going to pick up when I don't want to I can get two dots on my good hand but I need to do something that's like you know exponentially yeah. good to be able to do that so it's like right, okay what can i do okay haven't haven't spoke to mum properly in a while i've had a few calls with her i send her a bunch of flowers so i was like that's quite nice like that's thoughtful yeah. and blah 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 so i put a dot on my on my good hand and then i remember just looking at my hands and i hadn't picked up that day yet yeah. and i hadn't done anything ne- necessarily bad i'd had the bad thoughts but i hadn't done anything yeah. necessarily bad and i just it was the first time and i looked at my hands and i was like there's this one's outweighing this one for the first time ever or since I'd been doing yeah. it I was like this one's outweighing this one and then just something happened and I was just like I can get more of these like motherfucking Pokemon Do you yeah know yeah, I, yeah. Like, I can collect these I can get I can get Charizard like yeah. 10 times over I can go friggin Bulbasaur yeah, do you know what I mean exactly and and I and from then I just I just got obsessed with like like I say we're moving the obsession to something else and I was like right now I'm obsessed with doing this so even if I do something bad on this hand yeah. and I have to dot it because I have to dot it because it's you know it's important yeah even if I do something bad on that, how many things do I have to do to counteract that? Wow. And then I got to the point where I had so many dots on my good hand. I looked like I had frigging like leprosy on my finger. Do you know what That's I mean? Awesome. On the bottom yeah. of my thumb. And was just like, oh my God, hang a sec. This is, there's, there's something to this. I was still yeah. dotting my bad hand because I was still doing bad things. And then it was like, okay, so what can I do next? This is like, I can't put any more dots on my good hand. I need to stop the bad thing. Yeah. And then I noticed that, I was getting to the point where I, I'd forget my pen because so obviously you have to have a pen in your pocket to be able yeah. to dot your fingers and I, I'm useless with stuff like that so I kept forgetting my pen yeah. so I wouldn't have the pen on me and then I'd be like hang on a sec I'm thinking about it though I'm being aware and then I started thinking hang on a sec what can I do to get a good dot without having to dot my hand to remind me that I'm doing good yeah. and I was like hang on a sec I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing nice stuff yeah it's like I'm just doing naturally now and I'm I felt really doing- good and yeah. the funny thing is, it, it's weird you brought it up at the start of this conversation, is about like nutrition and being healthy and feeling good about it. And then the opposite side of that is when you feel bad. You know, when you have a bad, you know, if you have a bad eat, yeah. the initial instant gratification of that burger or whatever it is, that thing that makes you feel really, really good. If you, if, if I, mm-hmm. for instance, if I put a massive cake in front of you and then a bowl of lettuce, you know which one you want more because all of us want the same one more yeah. because it's a massive slab of lush cake that's gorgeous and covered in sugar but it's instant as soon as you're done you have the sugar rush and you spike and then you feel shit afterwards and then and you then, crave more like and then you me, crave more yeah. and then you get fat and then you feel lethargic the fact is if you eat the lettuce as much as it sucks at the time because it does suck it's the same as pressing snooze in the morning do you know what i mean what? like I'm lucky the replacement theory works really well for me. You, you, you're banging for the lettuce. I'm a, I, genuinely, like, for the most part, like, I have managed to alter slightly my brain psychology of that. That's cool. Like, a little bit. Like, it's just, there are temptations where it's they're slightly healthy things. That's why things like peanut butter, like, tahini, where they're slightly healthy. That's what really gets me. My big problem is coffee at the moment. So I've switched to decaf to cope, but like so you're, just, like, you're smashing the smashing the caffeine. Wanna, I just want it all the time. Like, and really? my thing is with everything, I just I can't just do half measures. I can't never just ever ever get a coke addiction. Oh no, I'd be useless. <laughs> Sam's always said to me, he's always said like, if you did crack, you'd be dead. Yeah. If yeah, you yeah. did hard drugs, you'd be dead because mm. I am bad. Just just yeah. Oh, yeah. it just will be the whole thing. So, but like, 
yeah, with the whole thing, regardless, it's just, I think what you notice, once you allow yourself to be really honest with yourself, and you were talking about honesty a lot, like you do realize, oh, wait, I feel crap when I do that. And I feel good when I do that. Mm. And I like to pretend that it's all these external things, but actually yeah, yeah, there make, is an element yeah, of control yeah, yeah. I have out of them. Yes, I can't control always when congestion charge are fuckers and TFL are. Oh, and they always are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think I had a similar process to you, like on a very much smaller scale, where I was like, because I I hadn't moved my DBLA and I ended up having a 540 pound fine. Dude, I'm fighting it. So I've I've put into um to um petitions. They've been rejected because you know how they are with wording or something, or just they can't. But yeah, I am my my theory was okay, cool. I'm just gonna pay it. I'm gonna call the debt collector. Eventually, just be like, look. I thought this as much is as Is this why you're moving house? No, it's not. It's not. It's because I'm going away, like, because I need to go home and I, Dubai and English winters are shit. That's why. But, like, um, with the DVLA nonsense, because, of course, I didn't know that you could, like, subvert your, when you move, you can say, hey, anything that comes for me, move it to this address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, just shit happens. You forget to move your DVLA. Mm-hmm. You move your insurance, you move everything. But that, And then suddenly you've got a congestion charge for £540 that you would have paid. And you're like, I would have paid the initial fee. Or I would have just paid the congestion charge. I just forgot. Or I just didn't know. Like, there are things brutal, dude. Awesome. Imagine if you're like old. I always think of this old people going over like Dartford Crossing. You imagine they don't don't even know what's going on. But but even I was being someone, someone was like, it's not reasonable. Why don't they just say, hey, you're a week late, pay four pounds? Mm. Or pay like. Oh, no, it just jumps up to like. It just jumps up to 180. Because you're clearly a criminal and we deserve to fuck you. Mm -hmm. Like, so anyway, but regardless, I'm doing a petition. So one thing I, I eventually had to accept that I went through a big depressed phase. And again, like you said, that has made the biggest turnaround for my life. And I'm sure your six months of insanity has made you go, cool, I'm doing clean eating for three months. I'm doing this, mm-hmm. I'm doing that, I'm doing that. I'm writing a book, I'm doing all these things. I'm I'm learning to see, not be positive all the time, but just to like be like, screw it people are good i'm gonna find the good people and screw the bad people do you know what i i I heard a while ago and i completely agree with this is again there is like seven and a half billion people in the world and there's some people that have got my back all the time and there's some people that fucking hate me and i know that and there was a long time when i couldn't deal with that at all and i genuinely was like i want to keep everyone happy all the time and the fact is there's so many people out there that i know what i'm doing as in for me i I know that my i know that i'm genuinely like this is one of the first times in my life over the last year where i i'm absolutely i feel like i'm on top of stuff i feel like i've taken my control back and it's like going back to that luck thing the little bits of luck that are going to happen anyway they're going to happen anyway i i i can't stop it fucking snowing or raining or being sunny on christmas next year if that's going to happen it's going to happen and that's it what i can control though is i can control this this and this and this if I don't control that, that for me is that's me being a bad person because, you know, I very, I mean, very slightly off topic, but a point that I'd love to make really quickly. Um, one of my, one of my dear friends, we were driving along once it's a few years ago and he said to me, I was driving him to a function gig and he was like, dude, why are you broke all the time? And I was like, oh, ouch. Um, uh, and I thought about it, and at the time, the answer I gave him was, I said, I, d- I don't really care for money. I'm not that bothered. I feel quite happy. Um, you know, I've got this, this, and this. And I genuinely meant that answer at the time. But um, 
but I was like I felt a bit spiked by him saying that and I was like oh what do you mean and he was like he said well you, you he said that's ethically wrong and I was like oh whoa <laughs> do, do you know and um and I was like okay explain remember I'm driving you to the gig like yeah you know I mean? like... and um and he said no no he said you're a fool and I was like what well, you baby like what's up and um, he said, "No, you're a fool." He said, it's, "He said it's ethically wrong for for someone like you to not make any cash or to not be successful, because when you're not doing it, some dickhead is, and that's not fair." And he said, "This is your fault." <laughs> and I always, I always took that with me, because I kind of thought to myself, like, I definitely do think there are some people who are like broke all the time. You're like, how oh, you earn double what I earn, and like, mm. I don't, I know, I spend my money on some stupid shit, and yet I still have money to come visit." like what's going on with you yeah, yeah yeah but that that's a really hard thing to navigate sometimes when yeah. people earn different amounts and some people are like some people are okay with spending 100 quid in a night on booze and some people like it's just weird i'm but, sure with the coca addiction that kind of oh they, yeah they, they, <laughs> there's, there's no point in even talking about yeah, that. yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway that, that's an interesting com yeah. comment of saying like as a good person you have an obligation well like it's like your moral duty to, yeah. to, to to be really successful and do the right thing with it and you know if you want to open charities or you want to do this or this or this well, certainly you know. a book is a, a positive thing to put into mm. the world like regardless like i think it's just one of those things there was a concept i, I want to we have what we're doing we're at okay so we've got about like nine minutes left and it's nearly three hours man five wow is fucking first podcast I, dude you're I killing it what i, I, I mean, feel so sorry for I'm you listening. and everyone else that i'm the first person to add on why dude you have so much interesting stuff you're doing like i just babbled um babbling is you're like, killing just, it though i love that you're just encouraging that's your job you're i like you're to be encouraging it. yeah that's, well, that's a good thing <laughs> That's why you wrote a book. I'm excited yeah. to read it. Like, Bless you, I darling. only started. It's going to be an audio book as well. Are you going to read it? Yeah, fucking a. I'm well, excited. I try. I tried to get Morgan Freeman, and he was busy that week. Bastard. Yeah. He's 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 really. Yeah. Fast. Have you ever tried saying people's names as plurals? So like Morgan's Freemans. Morgan's Freeman. Yeah. No, but Sam always does spoonerisms. Spoonerisms. So he'll be like Forgan Freeman. Forgan Freeman. Freeman. Tried to. What's the what's the thing? when you swap the letters around, it makes a different word. Why that, can't I think of the word well, for that? Well, spoonerism is when you swap the first letter of each yeah. word. So What's like, it when you can swap all of them, though? Anagram? Anagram. So right. an anagram of spoons is oonsps. Oonsps. You, oh, you said That's it first time. It took me about a year to be able oh. to pronounce that. Well, no, because I'm quite good at imitating wasps. people. So that's why I could catch on to Chinese a bit quicker than other people. But I couldn't yes, imitate yes. it afterwards. Okay. So like it was one of those things someone would say something so, like, to me, I'd repeat it back. Okay. But then whenever I've, I've tried to repeat some of those sentences, like Sam always gets embarrassed because I'll go to a Chinese person and be like, oh, where are you from? And like, you know, of course, just when there's a chance not to be too racist, that they're Asian racism. eyes and yeah, like yeah, just yeah, mild yeah, racism. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, you're from China. Oh, okay. You, do you speak Mandarin? Okay. Uh, and then, like, occasionally it works, and most of the time. It most of the time it doesn't. Yeah. No, my, my, one of my best friends has just moved to China, and um, he absolutely loves it. Yeah. He's he yeah. lives he lives about he's about you know. Is where, he a music? Or? Uh, yes, he is actually. Um, is he working in a band? No, he's uh, he used to be a trumpet player in my old uh, my old, but the the punk band that was in right, yeah. uh, the junk um he was like uh, one of the singers and trumpet player and he used to be in an old brighton band called once over okay. um 
which is really like, th there's a bunch of links here that I sorry yeah there's to. some things i'll miss yeah. because Africa. no yeah cool um <laughs> but yeah no he moved out there he's uh, teaching in a school uh, he was in bangkok for about three years now he's moved over to china but he lives really near to where the, the the guy got the idea for um what's the thing with the blue people so bad with remembering that avatar you and Eiffel, you and Eiffel, yeah, Eiffel I went 65. Eiffel yeah, yeah, for real. Dude, why have I not added that to my seat yet? I'm so going to say that on the beach. I do that and I do my... You, I know, you, my. You, you really have one of those set lists. So the thing on the beach is, um, yeah, don't worry if you don't know the singer, it's fine. They all do the same set list. And then whenever anyone goes on a gig with you, they're like best and worst set list ever best because i love all the songs worst because i've never played them yeah. before like, <laughs> Dude, you're like, like walk like an egyptian yeah it's work, the thing is it it's works tuned. that's one of the it's ones tuned. that works yeah. like the thing is it's, it's quite fun because i think at the beach because it's kind of low pressure because of mm. the busking atmosphere and just because it is just like hello oh i'm playing with you today great yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. there is a certain element i mean maybe it's wrong i don't know i just as long it seems to work for me so far, so I'm not going to argue with it. But like, yeah, just being like, have you ever played this before? No? Great. <laughs> Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I mean, the musicians who I'm usually working with all. Yeah, we're, we're, we're very lucky. Lucky. Um, I mean, like even Scott Gentry's got a great year. Um, I mean, he's. I played yeah. with Scott Ryan, of course. You, of course, know your shit. And then like, I mean, I've. Uh, guitar wise like of course hope because you're an original are you an original band yeah, but, with herbie yes yeah which weirdly enough Herb, herbie that that original herbie band he's lovely yeah, yeah Abby's, had a really Abby's a gorgeous Abby's man really with a great huge heart yeah, he's yeah, an yeah. amazing man cool, uh, but they're in the same band the yes yeah 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 he's uh he's nigeria um and uh they are in the same band that are doing the don't flop thing um right. so they're doing the house band with me for, for so guys thing. don't flop go don't check flop. it out yes indeed it yeah, yeah. So, it's, so it's a big rap battle so are you oh my god like, throughout the night no so like... we're doing we're basically normally they do acapella rap battles um sometimes they do on beat but it's always like uh backing track on beat kind of thing okay. um so we're, we're yeah we're bringing like a live band to to that so we've got like um ch check it out it, it literally will blow yeah. your mind there's some there's some amazing battles on don't flop um some of them really really funny some of them really really clever um right. it's just it's just like it, it's an awesome awesome thing and actually uh rowan who who runs it he um he brought it from grassroots and i remember maybe yeah it must be like nine or ten years ago now and first first seeing that one it was just like they're like they're from norfolk and them in norwich with like a little you know like an old friggin 3210 nokia camera yeah. kind of thing and and you know built it right up and they're I like i love yeah. how 3210 nokia camera yeah man definitely snake one yeah. snake one snake represent one bar, man. but they had um yeah. but yeah they're like like 420k subscribers on oh, youtube yeah, like their top videos like 11 million views um oh. so like that you know they're a big you so know yeah 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 so i'm, I'm pumped about the level. that and i the got level the, is not the brighton level guys it's no it's different level october one. yeah and we um it's, it's crazy as well because like uh it's, it's been really one probably final point i'd love to make is um i i i definitely believe if you if you never give up you can't you can't fail so that idea of like if you're in a fight and you're that motherfucker that just keeps getting up no matter how bad yeah. you are you just can't there's no way you can fail if you just keep getting up 
and I was talking talking to someone about this the other day and I got a couple of endorsements recently now I've been trying to get endorsements oh, I saw that online. this, is, this yeah. is definitely not me plugging myself at all fucking plug like, away man you know what I mean but th- this is absolutely genuine and I really really mean this from the bottom of my heart I almost gave up on that sort of stuff a couple of times and I've, I've been trying to get a friggin' Vader endorsement since I was 14 yeah. I'm 32 now and I mean seriously, I, one one thing that I do is I I push hard, and I've been I've sent off an endorsement letter every single year. I mean seriously, like 10, 10 yeah. 15 years in a row, to all my favorite companies that I've wanted endorsements from, yeah. and like just had bounce back things, or no, we're not interested, or why would we be interested, dickhead? Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And out of nowhere, this is probably the year I've played the most drums. Going back to what you were talking about with mm-hmm. with practicing. I don't really practice anymore and I don't mean that in that sort of like snobbery no, like I don't really practice hard. anymore as in I just don't practice anymore yeah. I, I, you know I've, I've got a kid in the family and, oh, and, times and have most of the best people I know like so, a guy I work with Tom Atkinson I, I play him with in Dubai this um, this year like he doesn't practice at all and he's just a dickhead on all the instruments <laughs> see see I'm not I'm just I a just, dickhead but, yeah yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I, I feel like my drum game is probably the lowest it's ever been but you spent years practicing that yeah stuff. absolutely and and in going you know long time ago there was I did for, for a good few years I was doing three four hours a day every single day all the boring rudiments and everything that I hated exactly. playing because I had to however um it's just so weird that I'm playing less than ever in some respects, but then finally, like, do you know what I mean? And one of my favorite pictures I've ever seen, it's a shit picture, but one of my favorite pictures, uh, I think, I don't know what you'd have to Google to find it, but it's, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like, basically it's, it's from, from the I'll front view. I'll find it, we can put it up in the Yeah, end. it's like yeah. the front view of uh, this guy chipping away, uh, like mining, he's trying to find diamonds, right. really shit cartoon, but he's trying to find diamonds and he's just like kind of given up and turned around. And then there's a guy that he can't see that's underneath that's just honing it like, like full yeah. force towards the diamonds. And the guy that gave up's like that close, you know, like millimeters away. And it's just that thing of like, like as soppy as it sounds and as lame as it sounds, and as much as people are going to like laugh about it really don't care anymore it's like you know it's one of those you just can't stop and if you think you're working hard you probably need to work 10 times harder and that's the thing and whether it's like from watching friggin like shark tank or something like that whatever it is or wherever it's just watching someone you should i believe you should never ever be envious of people if you're envious of someone if it's that guy that drives past in a red ferrari there's a chance that he's just some guy with loads of money with a little dick there's also a chance he worked (laughs) his fucking ass off and it's not about being jealous or envious. It's about just really like, yeah. what do you want? What jealous do you want to get? Negative emotion doesn't help. Yeah, it's just you... it's just terrible. Yeah. Just, just work really hard and, and go. Like, if you're jealous I mean? like, and you it. don't, if you're not willing to work for it, then don't be jealous because you're not willing to work for it. Yeah, completely. So yeah, and yeah, then yeah. if you're jealous and willing to work for it, then just work for it. Yeah, hell yeah. And don't don't be mad at them. Just be like, oh well, then. like this is but see that's a change i've only experienced since i started getting on top of my health and stuff like since i started feeling good better about myself like getting nutrition a bit better like understanding more things learning and trying to get better only when i'm happy with myself am i looking at other people going you go girl yeah you lift that it's funny isn't yeah it? you look yeah. fit as fuck you deserve it damn You've straight yeah, yeah, yeah. or see them running and like sam's always been like that because he's quite giving like he's similar to you like very encouraging of other people and he I, I always admire that he's always looking at people running going you go yeah fucking a yeah and that's the thing and like th- this has only been a recent thing over the last few years but if I see like a Lamborghini driver now as much as I would never buy myself a Lamborghini two reasons I can't fit in it 
um think yeah. they look a bit stupid uh, however I said, like i have better things to do with that money 100 percent. buy a cool drum kit or go on holiday or... there you go yeah 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 yeah. or buy loads of coke um yeah. <laughs> but no i see those guys go fast now and i'm just like fair play i don't know what you did to get that but fair fucking play because yeah. it's one of it's it's just one of those things where it's, it's so easy to be like i can't or i'm not gonna or oh that will never work for me mm. but it's just like stop bitching it's fucking action. It's always action. Just yeah. stop talking. Just do it. And, and then what was the name of that guy you said about the action? Oh, oh, Grant Cardone. So he's oh. like, he's he's a funny one because he's uh, he's like balls out. Just like I'm just gonna do it. And yeah. his his first, I think his first three or four books that he put out. He's got a bunch of books out, yeah. and they're all audiobook and they're all great. Um, but his first few books, I mean, they are riddled with problems. They're a spelling. I mean, they're published books. They're riddled yeah. with spelling mistakes. There's there's no grammar. There's no punctuation. There's yeah. you know like they're they're not even in friggin' um, paragraphs. It's just like you know they don't Extreme read well. Conscious, yeah. And his argument, and I love this. His argument is he was like, look, dude, when when some company somewhere spent all of their time making the most perfect, amazing smartphone that doesn't break, that's yeah. got no bugs, why those guys were doing that? Apple was selling you a shit phone and you bought it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the fact is, he was just like, just get it out, get it out, fix it afterwards. Just get it out, get it out, get it well, out. I did, Stop my, worrying my about it. My sister's always you know. said, my sister's definitely said, do first learn letter. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do all, like, it's the same way with musicians. A lot of people like won't go for the reading gig because they don't know how to read. Yeah, just no, figure it out. No, get the gig, yeah. then figure it out. Yeah, and yeah, a lot yeah. of people have done that. 100%. Loads of people have done that. I mean, Chris Dave, like, literally one of my favorite drummers for obvious reasons. But Chris mm -hmm. Dave is like, he, he, I remember him in an interview and he was like, he was like, the, the guy was like, how are you so good? And he was like, I used to say that I could read and I'd go on reading gigs and I couldn't read. And I was so on the edge of my seat with all these guys that were yeah. amazing. I just had to figure it out on the spot and just be like, fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. And, you know, but it's it's one of those where it's like worrying about failing. Like it's, it's going to happen anyway. You're going to yeah. fail about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, there's it's that that kind of thing where it's like if you don't do anything if you don't you can be the best at anything in the world you can be the best in your bedroom if no one knows about it yeah then I mean that's fine if you're happy but, but you know really like do, yeah. do you want to do something with it if you want to make I a change think, but but I just think if you're doing something you love and you're doing it for the right reasons mm. like, you know the problem is if you're doing it for the reward you can't control that oh and completely like, yeah yeah so, 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 so it's, it's such a nuanced dynamic and like it, it is hard because you'll always be doing it slightly you know like yeah. for the response especially us as musicians like it's a big part of what we do but like yeah i'm just okay so just to wrap it up mm. you've got um don't flop i do that's yes. coming up go check that out go check it's out my don't be, flop don't, don't go check out his floppy way go check out my three and a half inch Fluffy. Fluffy, yeah. Right, so mm. don't flop. Um, that's going to be in Brighton, so check it out or wherever else in the world. Yeah. We've got most excited for. So what you're looking at about January? Uh, January the 1st. Uh, January with, 1st? Yeah, for, for, for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All uh, right, yeah, okay, yeah. life change. You yeah, know, yeah. Start, start your train. So um, that's cool. I will definitely look forward to reading that. Bless you, darling. Um, Thank you very much. So that's um, that'll be there'll be a Kindle and an audiobook edition. Yeah? There will indeed, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So you can buy that instantly on Kindle, and then you've also got. I mean, what function bands are you? 
I don't, uh, well, I don't do functions anymore. Oh, I don't. quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll have to save that for next podcast. I'll have yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm still running Beach, obviously. Running um, Beach music. So if you're a singer or a musician and you yeah, want to work down Brighton Musical, get in touch. Um, just search Beach Music. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have big plans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you now? Yeah, yeah. Well, I know it's been spray painted and it's all shiny and. Yeah, shiny, that was Ryan. Shiny but, and yeah, yellow. Yeah, for real. Shiny yeah, and yeah. yellow. Um, so it's good. And then uh, anything else you want to lead off with or finish? No, with? do you know what? I'm just a massive thank you for. I, I, I'm. Oh, no, I'm thank you so much for wild. going. This is exciting. It's I just babble bullshit. Inaugural. Like, do you know what I mean? Inaugural. Inaugural. Can't say that. It's no, I can't say that. that. It's like a new type of Pokemon. Just say Snorlax. And Snorlax. Fine. Anyway, thank you, Tilly, for joining me for the first time. Thank you, Roxy. Thank Bless you, you darling. What a wonderful thing for you to do. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I apologize. Right but, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Why are you apologize? I, I, I don't know. It's because just you're British. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, whatever, mate. Bloody some hell. of us apologize and some of us just. Some of us just poo ourselves. So good, <laughs> and that's Lee's so can I wee? I'm busting. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.